0: But you could call me the can man because anybody can get it.
1: Unbelievable! Dana! 60 G's, baby! Play clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler.
2: Welcome to episode 54 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron and today I'm joined by Rory Ford, Troy Weaver, Connor Harmer and Tom Kennett when he eventually gets here. Um, So just as we do a little round-up of the week usually, uh, Rory, how have you been?
3: Yeah, M- mixed bag. <laughs> Alright <laughs> I- at the moment though.
2: No? I did, uh, I-, I made my notes as usual. Um, I thought it was quite sadistic of you to ask me to do jiu-jitsu twice this week.
3: Yeah, well... You know, we're getting into the swing of things, we've had a couple of weeks to break in and now I'm off work on Thursday and Friday, so I thought what a better way to have uh,
2: two sessions in a week than two days to recover at the end of the week. Yeah. Once a week is more than enough for me, but I mean, it kind of says a lot about this weather that we have in England that it, what, it was minus three when I woke up this morning, I've come in and I've had a phone call from my boss and uh, he said, I've seen the weather at the moment, if you need to work from home, then do that, if you need to leave early, do that, just stay safe. What the hell? Thank you, thank you. Cheers. It's but... a bit of wind chill. Doesn't want me slipping off the oh, my my <laughs> drive.
4: Meanwhile, I'm on working outside digging fucking holes and shit. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's fine. If you're in the office, you need to get home. Yeah, my, okay.
2: My drive, uh, when it was icy before, I've literally slipped on the drive, got up and slipped straight back down. <laughs> me, meanwhile, there's some school kid thinking it was funny to like pretend he was like skating on the ice, so he's just been skidding past while I'm I'm scrambling around Ooh. like a cartoon. Um, we've got a couple more interviews to drop in over the next few weeks. I'll include our interview with Andre Sukumtar this week ahead of his fight with uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley this weekend. Um, we've got an interview with Brandon Davis coming up following his fight last week. I was saying to Troy, I gave him an interview and he actually texted me after to say good luck with the jiu-jitsu. <laughs> nice guy.
3: He's got no idea what's been going on in the gym, has he?
2: No, honestly. they They kind of split me and Rory up. I think we're both new. And I'm quite a slow learner, so I don't think I was doing him any favours. They've split us up. No, it's just, I can't teach you a
3: lot. Yeah, You can't teach me a lot when we're both beginners. So they might as well put us both with somebody who's going to...
2: They've put me this bloke, and I I thought I was pretty big until I see some of the people that I've been partnered up Mm. with who are absolutely terrifying.
3: It's it's when I went to my first ever session at a previous club, and they went, yeah, we're just going to match you up by size. And I'm walking (laughs) past all these people, I think... He's quite a big lad, and they keep saying, "No, no, you're a little keep bit, a little bit further up." <laughs> and I'm going, "Oh fuck me, I'm, I'm up with the big lads
2: now." The worst was the f- the first week we came on. I had to borrow a gi, and he's like, "This one, this one's pretty big. It'll fit you." And he kind of looked at me, and I was kind of making a gesture. He's like, <laughs> "Do you need a bigger one?" Yeah, please. I had all the opposites, <laughs> all the opposites,
4: Luke, so don't worry about that. I also made the mistake of letting them know that I did judo in my childhood, so they matched <laughs> me up with a judo lad, and yeah, he kind of took advantage of me a bit, yeah. Well,
2: I had it where um, I thought it was kind of like, I'd, I've got no experience in any kind of, you know, what do you call this, combat kind of thing? Any kind Contact, of combat sport, training, yeah. yeah. I mean, rugby at school, I used to try and hide in the changing rooms with another <laughs> lads when rug, the rugby is going hmm. on, and... Um, so my understanding was when you're doing the holds and things like that you kind of get in the position but you're not properly doing it on someone until I've heard my arm click about eight times with this bloke I'm doing it with <laughs> I'm trying to say I can't tap you've got both my arms here uh, yeah, do it with the you feet. have to say it so I dip. did I was saying to no, him tap tap tap
1: yeah, I went yep yeah, yep yeah, yeah that's Verbal. fine He's um, probably yeah. saying, Yep, yep, yeah. Slap it on a bit um, tighter, yeah. that's probably what he he's, think, probably, he's,
0: he's probably gone like this he's probably gone like this to you. Touch you. No. No, no tap, tap. <laughs> no, no. No,
2: that that was the first week that we had to do any kind of uh like that. It's it's me and Rory. He he's hustled me as well, pretending he doesn't know what he's thinking, Yet weirdly he's slipping these little things on it's all it is a little bit of shoulder
3: pressure in the jaw he's purposely him, fight the, for the position Byron or I'm just ins- going to put the shoulder in the jaw right, yeah. I don't
2: know what I've done to this instructor he's purposely fucked me by tiring me out purposely and then going we're going to do these things I've got no energy left I've, tr- I've yeah. done one little push up in the air and I'm done I'm trying to tap before anything's even happened to me the week, the week uh, after I, I'm counting it as a tap the bloke said I'll tap if I need to and he tapped so i'm counting that one
4: i'd say in, in the early stages of, of learning uh brazilian jiu-jitsu it's almost as if like you know it's it's just a lot of suffocation going on i can imagine there's a lot of that happening you, in a case of where you, like well i can't really get submission but i can certainly yeah. use my weight to make you feel as uncomfortable as, as possible and you will probably yeah, tap well, the one that.
2: the one put me in a lapel choke and then He's finished and he's gone, yeah, that was really scummy of me to do that to you. Yeah. Well, thanks then. (laughs) (laughs) I remember seeing Amanda Nunes put a tweet out. And so she'd obviously done it to someone and she put um, is out of order to put someone in um, like an ankle lock in their first session. I was thinking, for one, why is someone training with her on their first session? And two, that it seems absolutely
4: out yeah, of they, order. Yeah, definitely. They don't use foot locks and leg locks and that for a long time,
2: usually, do they? She does and seem She does seem like the type to be doing that kind of uh, thing. That, yeah. I mean, w- we go again tomorrow. I was kind of hoping it was going to like freeze overnight and maybe I wouldn't be able to just somewhat, I can have a little rest.
3: Warren, you've been going for three weeks.
2: Yeah, but I got football on Friday, so even th- th- th-
3: Three weeks. Well, we've been signed up for four. We've only been three times.
2: Yeah, the one week um, you you were working, and I didn't want to go on my own.
3: Yeah, but that's, that's that's not my fault.
2: It was. You could have changed a shift. No,
3: yeah,
5: couldn't.
2: All right, so we we move on a little bit more. So we're going to get on to the Arsenal game a bit later. But just <laughs> I when I thought things really couldn't get any worse, at work early, I've done a, quite a few emails for the day, so I'm scrolling through Tinder. Have a little <laughs> notification pop up saying you're you got refresh likes. I've wasted the super like early. Spotted someone I know and thought this would be funny if I dropped the super like. Did it. Swiped across a few more times and there's a bird I used to work with who had the perfect combination of looks and low self-esteem. Obviously <laughs> it's just come <laughs> wow. Obviously is just come out of a relationship. It was like Big Daddy when they say we wasted the good surprise on you. I'd wasted my super like. <laughs> now she's gonna be offended I didn't get to use the super like. I was trying to perfectly articulate, and so I was in a mix between premier derriere because this was when she walked around the office, she didn't really say a lot, but it was all right to look at as she was walking around.
3: I can't believe you say these things, knowing that people you work with probably
2: she doesn't she doesn't work there anymore. She so left. She's fine. quite quiet. Yeah, so that's fine. <laughs> I probably would have said worse if if we'd matched on Tinder. So <laughs> it's probably it's probably a let off. I think I've said before I think it's out of order if someone doesn't return your super light because you could have saved that for someone else so the least they can do is accept it and not respond just at least give you the one extra little match
4: I don't really know so that. far at the game now yeah I don't know what you yeah, no were it. talking
2: about well I'll let you know if we do eventually match but Did a... well, she was once in my dream but that was not not that kind of dream it was weird <laughs> <laughs> literally I was just robbing a bank and she was just there <laughs> <laughs> she was <just> there <laughs> an accomplice yeah I wish I did have an accomplice, but no, obviously not. So I get
3: not that. You were, once yes, the woman of my, you were once the woman of my dreams.
2: Well, no, because we down, were robbing a bank. The yeah. downside <laughs> there is if you rob a bank with someone, their confidence is going to be an all-time high. They're going to realise they can do better.
4: What? You're thinking too much into this. I think this was know. a prime
2: piece of real estate.
4: <laughs>
2: also, I said about. Combination of looks and low self-esteem. You add the rebound onto that; it's a triple threat. She have a dead dad as well, just to add into the mix. <laughs> oh or we can only cross our fingers. <laughs> oh
0: All of this, and yet she still doesn't even like you back. Well, let man, alone let let alone super like you back. That's why we need to Is start going
3: with... twice a week to
2: jujitsu. You know I mean? Yeah, if you will chisel you from
3: stone, no no no. Man. Do you know
0: what you need to do? You need to get a picture of him doing jiu-jitsu, getting someone in a chokehold. That'll impress her. Yeah.
2: And if not, I can put him in an armbar. <laughs> yeah, <Where? laughs> no, I can't. I wasn't doing that last week. I'm not flexible enough for that. The bloke actually took me to one side. He's like, some of us have got weight and some of us have got flexibility. You know which one you have got to use. So. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Alright, so we, we've mentioned Piers Morgan on here a few times, one of Troy's favourites. He said last week that Salah is the best player in the Premier League since Thierry Henry. So we've had a few little intro questions. We've had uh, Troy's take on Ring Girls. I can't remember what we had last week. Um, oh, it was something to do with the Royal, with the Royal Rumble. But now we have this. Does anyone, before we start, think he is the best player since Henry in the Premier League? Roy? On well, the first
3: one, on the terraces, singing the Mo Salah, but <laughs> what a ludicrous statement. He's potentially not even the best player in the league now, let alone...
2: I will say Connor's just on Tinder literally as we're speaking, <laughs> so I apologise for his disrespect.
3: My point being, yes, he is a brilliant player, but my take on when you've got these you know, so-called best players in the league, if you had Salah and Harry Kane and somebody said pick one, you would say, oh, I I really don't care. Yeah. Since since Omri, you've had players like Ronaldo, like a prime Sergio Aguero, would you be picking Salah over Ronaldo?
2: No, do you think there's potential for him to cement that if he was to have another couple of seasons like this one? Yeah, if he, even, Suarez, like, yeah, so well, even
4: Suarez, Suarez probably has done more for Liverpool than, than Salah currently has. Well,
2: Maybe if we do it this way, then if we if we kind of go around, Rory, who would you say is the best Premier League player in the Premier League since Omri? You'd have to
3: say Ronaldo because of what he's what he did. I disagree. Okay, well you probably would. You're probably going to pick Meza Ozil because no. you're an Arsenal player. Uh,
2: no, I, I would actually say Suarez. Okay, yeah, Suarez.
3: Yeah, but again, it, it's one of those that you would pick any of these players if if they are all lined up, you'd say well, I'll take any. They're well, all going to carry. My thing
2: team. with salaries is that he has uh, the numbers that he's putting up, but we've seen similar kind of numbers, like Van Persie had those two seasons, one at United, one at Arsenal. Um, we've seen so similar. Yeah, yeah, that's but Suarez was kind of one of those where, in a different way, I think a manager can set up knowing that they can defend Van Persie or they can defend Salah. With Suarez, it was kind of... Shut everyone else down, and if he does something special, then there's not really a lot we can do but, about that.
3: You have to go on stuff one. Nothing's won in February. Oh no, Liverpool that's what I, that's probably what another thing I had. I, the majority not. of people would say Liverpool aren't going to win yeah, anything.
2: I'd say he needs to do something in like a clutch cup game or win something of some sort. You know, he's
3: he's only been in the league for what six months. Definitely got a better side around him than Suarez did.
2: Oh I yeah, think.
0: For as sure. As far as attacking yeah. wise
4: etc., that. You know, I think that's definitely helping him, mate.
0: Even defensive-wise, it's better than what it was back then. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just think We're going you, in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. I just think you can't judge it off one season. If he if he does this again next season, yeah. then you might be like, OK, fair enough, we've got a serious player on our hands kind of here. But a lot of players do have one-season wonders. And I know it's probably a bit of a strange comparison, but when you think Meechu, for instance... Didn't no, no, what I'm saying is but he did it for a team like Swansea where he scored I think it was almost 15 to 20 goals in a season for a team that was mid to bottom towards the bottom of the table. That's kind of comparison of what he's doing but I, I don't think he would score this I just think he'll be found out next season a lot more kind of like Leicester were where the first season nobody knew what to do with them second season I, I don't think he's, I just don't I think he'll get found out
3: I, I think teams would start finding them out by now if they were going to
0: but you say that, that about how we though? do
4: it
2: next year like yeah. so yeah so, I guess you've got a point who would you take as the best since Henry?
0: I'd say Ronaldo Suarez are probably the same level I just think with those two you just thought going into a game they're going to score every single game without fail you,
3: that, I, I just said I thought about that about Aguero a few seasons yeah Aguero as well just Ridiculous. And I'd say, still I'd, 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 yes. yeah, yeah.
0: I'd still say Kane is is better than Salah now. For, for me, I just think going into every game, I think those you just think they're going to score a goal. You take where Salah, you you, you would probably it. think that at the moment, but can he do it consistently? And would he do it in a different team? Is the only thing that I think. Yeah. the team is very well suited to him.
2: I mean, as much as a great player he was, Omri didn't have the invincibles around him, which did help, obviously. One thing which maybe we can do this more in depth as like a full-on topic another day is I was thinking we kind of forget just how good Rooney was because of what the last couple of years have been like for him.
0: Yeah, again, that year one, yeah.
2: with him, Ronaldo and Tevez was absolutely horrifying. He scored
0: 34 in one season, didn't he? Yeah. One year. And
4: he could score from anywhere as well. You know, that was one thing about yeah. Rooney is if he turned up, he could, he could put one in anywhere, a tap in or score 30 yards out. So, yeah, yeah I mean, he was... Pretty special.
3: I
0: thought all of these players, as well, I would say, are more all-rounded players than Salah.
3: The one thing with Salah, he, he's not the most clinical player. Like he, he does miss chances still. Yeah. But his, I'd probably say, it's going to be a big shout. But out of everyone I've seen this season, his his movement is, is the the best. Yeah, the way he comes cuts across the line of defenders, mm. get, seems to be in the perfect spot every time for when the ball comes through. Despite the fact we've lost Coutinho, you would say he's our best passer of the boys, still seems to pick
2: up space that people can just feed him in. Yeah. All right, before we move on to the UFC, if we just go to you, Troy, who would you say is the best in the league since Omri?
4: Um, I'm inclined to sort of go with what the boys have already said. Players like Ronaldo, Suarez. Suarez initially stuck out in my head yeah. just for the fact that he was in a Liverpool team that was struggling at the time, in my opinion, and he, he kind of carried them for a couple of seasons yeah. and got his deserved move away sort of thing. Yeah. So I think yeah, for for me I think it's gonna be Suarez.
2: Alright, so moving on, we have UFC two twenty two this weekend. Um if we break down the top four fights on the card, so if we start off with um Stefan Struve against Andre Arlovsky, I think he's a very good fight probably for the wrong reasons. Just it's gonna be what you you can't so, imagine it going probably, to yeah, points, help, can help. you?
4: Yeah, yeah, I can't see it. Either that or or submitted. Like yeah, yeah. I can't see it. I can see Stefan Struve personally winning by submission. I That's hope how he I was going to call that. it. In my- I mean,
2: in kind of uh, like a if we were to kind of explain the fight in layman's terms, it's a heavily damaged, washed up 29-year-old against an even more heavily damaged 38-year-old. Mm. It's
3: not the so- best card, is it? It's really not
2: for is a pay per view uh, no, card. It's, yeah, I think. I
3: mean, it was better.
2: Do you not think of that Australia card though? Because that was one of the best wa- cards to watch this year, and we didn't have the names. So sometimes oh. it is you want those people who have to fight for their place yeah. on the card. Yeah,
3: you're right there. Yeah, but at the same time, you don't. You don't. You pay for the names. Yeah, I mean, you we're going to
2: get on to the main event because I got a few things to say on that. But <laughs> I mean, someone said online about this fight, it should be for the CTE belt, which I thought was pretty dark. CTE. Yes, where the the, the, the chronic s- head trauma... Yeah, the
3: scan on the, scan on the brain. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, between them, they've got 17 TKO losses. <laughs> 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 so we're not selling wow. this too much, but... I and, think
4: and, and uh Arlovsky's coming off of five losses. I
2: he think. he's got the Just one win. Roll. He's got the one win which he had over Junior Albini, Which if you don't recognize the name, he's the guy Albini. who has a nappy into the ring. Oh yeah, yeah. it was a horrible and he even, fight. And he pulls his uh, yeah. fucking trunks yeah, up. He looks yeah, like, oh, weird
4: guy. Yeah, yeah. it was <laughs> a horrible, horrible <laughs> fight. Yeah, it was. He got the Orlovsky fight. Man, yeah. yeah,
2: he got the Orlovsky fight from uh, beating Tim Johnson they got a massive mustache, and he sparked him early doors, so you couldn't really tell how good he was then. Right. And then that kind of showed it. They're saying maybe um, they're going to put him in with two of us next, which would be a good fight. Yeah, to see whereabouts he is. But the thing is,
4: if if Stefan Struve does win the heavyweight division, is that crap at the at the moment, really? That if he does win it, throw, it throws him back in contention well, to sort of the well, top five again. Well, he's the stuff. last
2: he's the last guy to beat Miochik, so he's going to have yeah. a shot at a title no matter how long he stays around. Because <laughs> yeah, if they if run if out of contenders, bite, then yeah, it
4: gives them something to go with. Yeah.
2: Personally, I'm, I'll put I'm...
3: back of a two and two record. Yeah, he's going to yeah. he's going to fight for the title. I Why
2: not? Yeah, I'm expecting Struve to try and keep his distance and not brawl too much with Arlovski. Uh-huh. I think he's going to hurt him because it's not taking too much to hurt Arlovsky at, at this present moment. Um, and then I think, rather than stand and trade, I think Struve is going to take it to the ground and try and get a submission there. Where for a guy that kind of gangly, he uses every part of his body well as soon yeah. as he's on the mat. He. He, for him, like you say, most people at the size is an advantage. For him, it's like a disadvantage, isn't it? He he fights horrible as a tall guy. He doesn't use his reach. He stands tall. He slaps his jabs out horribly awkward. Like someone punches him and he's one, he puts his chin right up there, just waiting for you to clip it right on the Uh, bottom. (laughs) I
3: always remember when Hunt broke his jaw. Yeah, that that was horrible. I've never seen a guy wing punches so like wildly but just connect every Shame. time. Oh, well, he went to yeah. sleep. I was gonna shout out Chris Huback but he did not connect. Yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah it was just the it was skyscraper. Yeah. I love oh, being him on the on the game, Struve. Oh I've never been him on the
2: game. Oh he's but, unreal. Yeah. You are and you just use uh, body kicks from range. Just keep him up the distance, yeah. Um so yeah, I think late in the second, somewhere in the third, I think it's gonna get the finish. I mean realistically Arlovsky could come out ultra-aggressive and clip him on the chin because Struve doesn't fight well going backwards. So We could see it either way, but betting-wise, if I'm going to have a bet, which I likely will, (laughs) I'll I'll put it on Struve, I think. Uh, I was more confident until I read other people's opinions and saw how many people were picking Arlovsky.
4: Well, this it's his last stop for him, isn't it? If he loses, he's gone. I I can't see why they'd keep him around... On a four, you know, like on, on the, the losing streak yeah. that he's on, sort of thing, you know. It's, but they would only be down to nine heavyweights then. <laughs> yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, the top ten suddenly is no longer a top ten. <laughs> yeah. yeah, shit.
2: You <laughs> saw just bide in time for my man Curtis Blades to get the belt. Yeah. For, Rory, uh, who are you picking?
3: Uh, I'm going to go for a Struve victory at the probably about the seven, eight minute point of the fight. So kind of midway through the second. I just think. Alasky might come out aggressive, but I think Struve will just about have enough to keep him off him. I mean, he, he, fought, he fought a lot better guy last time I'd say, or a lot better striker in Volkov. Uh, Volkan, yeah. sorry. Well, I
2: thought he was doing well in the fight until he until he got beat. Yeah, it's I mean, I mean, easy to say. Yeah, he he was a, a lot,
3: yeah. <laughs> he was at least competitive with with him for long periods of the fight. He, I just think Alasky going to come out, wing a few hooks, and then suddenly realise that he's. Shot to pieces. That arlovsky Travis Brown
2: fight is still the best heavyweight yeah. fight I've seen. That was nuts. The two of the chiniest people.
3: But
4: that arlovsky has gone, isn't he? Yeah,
3: yeah. You know, he's long gone.
2: That's why he's growing a beard to try and take some weight off. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's,
3: it's when it's horrible to see you guys go
2: like this. But well, I've it, got a proposition. Get him to Japan. Get him on the roids, and let's have a showdown with Crow Cop.
3: Yeah, well, he's doing the bits and he yeah, he's
2: doing uh, the rounds. <laughs> Connor if we uh, go to you with the knowledge who are you uh, picking here to win
0: I'm going Arlovsky just to because you've jinxed Struve by saying that you're betting on him. <laughs> yeah. It's a guaranteed win. We know what your betting history is like. No,
2: my betting history on Saturday, I'm celebrating a win until I see I've accidentally put Barrow in the bet and not Kelleher. I was abs- yeah. I was celebrating the Kelleher win for about two fights after and then I've looked <laughs> for my cash out and seen that I've clicked the wrong one.
4: Barrow probably just going to go on up to lightweight after this fight or something. Just, Jeez, just f- trying anything. Like, really don't want to give up, does he? That's, that's, another, that's
3: another guy who's just gone. Oh, shame, shame is it? Yeah, TJ Dillard, him, you know, know how you- ruined him. He was paying for pain
2: yeah. at one point. You know. I say every time we mention him, he was there in the in the fight that got me into UFC when Dillashaw beat him for the belt.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then when they made the, re- made Mendes, the rematch.
3: The heat, Dillashaw
2: was the first full event I watched. Okay. And then Mendes was the fight that kind of got me watched every weekend. Um, so if we move on then, so we have um, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Uh, from uh, Dana White's Tuesday like contender series which I know me and Troy both watched
0: who? shaking his head, who? Yeah. Yeah. Shaking yeah. head at Sugar
2: Sean
3: oh, I just can't believe that this is one before the co-main
2: this is, this is going to steal the show this fight
3: I'm wondering if it was always on the main card
2: I think so because they're trying to push O'Malley aren't they? oh
4: yeah I mean they're looking at him as a cash cow yeah. rightly so Uh, I think they're
2: doing it the right way like with him because they could easily have put him in with like a fringe top 15 guy. I like the UFC when they did a prospect versus prospect because it reminds me of um, Northcutt against Gaul when they Mm. did that, where as long as you don't get sparked in about 30 seconds, there isn't really a loser. The thing
4: is, though, Southern Taft's... if that's how you pronounce his yeah, name like, yeah, but, I, I don't know too much about him I, I but I watched his last fight against Luke uh, Sanders yeah, like, yeah. yeah I watched that earlier and he wasn't all too impressive until he got the victory yeah
2: the, the thing was um, which if you watch a couple of his fights he's always in exciting fights um, he was in a fight I can't think of the opponent but he he lost two split decisions for that's his first right. two fights his in UFC. Two lost, yeah, fights the UFC. The first one was, he probably did lose. The second one, he knocked the guy down, I think, like four times. And he kept showboating every time he knocked him down. Oh, really? Yeah. And yeah he then, seems like a sort of exciting stand-up fighter. I he think that's the he match is good. Possibly has been made. He's very powerful as well. Um, But, yeah, I mean, we got the, the interview in later. He kind of explains that that's not really him. And then with, what I think is going to happen here is O'Malley is... Almost like when you first get the new UFC game, and you just start just button yeah, bashing and seeing every flashy kick. He's looking fifty k, yeah, a
4: million percent. He's looking that bonus.
2: He does the things like he misses a like spinning wheel kick, and he'll follow through with the elbow on his mm. way back through and stuff like that. And he's got the whole like big hair. I mean, <laughs> just this funny. this uh, I this, <laughs> this he's also uh,
4: got a lot of. Uh, he's a, similar to Paddy Pimbley. He's got a lot of. Uh, he room looked, to manoeuvre yeah. through the weight classes. They're still both young and they're like, and I, and like Paddy Pim, like 5'11". Sean O'Malley's like 5'11". There's plenty of room there for him to, you know, progress through yeah. his career. this,
2: I mean, I've got him on Instagram and he posts a video smoking weed almost every single day. Oh, really? It's, surely that's not good for your cardio. Surely you're just doing, doing yourself in every... I know it's like no, smoking I normally. normally. About, I was about to say... Well, yeah, the, Diaz, the but Diaz, they're problems? kind of like anomalies. Like, or I Joel, they
4: do. Uh Joel Rogan spoke about it recently as well, how... He he feels everything ten times better when he is high yeah. and he's tr- working out. I so did like,
2: wonder about it because I thought, couch know, of inflammation, it, as well.
4: Like, yeah.
1: Have
0: you thought maybe I should try this with my jiu jitsu? <laughs> is what you're thinking? <laughs> yeah,
4: that's what Rogan and Diaz uh, Eddie Bravo sorry, yeah. used to do back in the early days when they'd they'd hit mad
2: bongs like. i would have a nice little nap on the it's on the mat. Yeah. Oh I'm go- I'm going with Sukumta. I think what's gonna happen is kinda of like I said, I think he's gonna charge out and we' well, like the Sanders fight where he didn't really take anything clean, he, going backwards he's 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 good. And then he had the power to knock him out whilst like, moving backwards.
4: O'Malley looks like he if one good shot to the jaw could put send his knight knights so out.
2: Like, he got he like, got caught a couple of times by Terry and Ware, didn't he? And in that was yeah, a great fight. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Rory, if, you, if you've if you not seen him before... Um, oh, no, I've, I know, I've seen him. Yeah, because yeah. that fight with Terry and Ware is really good because he showed in there that he had the heart and we see that with some prospects sometimes. We had it in the boxing this weekend with Zelfa Barrett and there's kind of a point where when you're constantly beating people and then you get a test, you get see whether the person's got it in and whether they're going to quit or whether they're going to battle through. His cardio wasn't great, but then he did have... Uh, second wind I think it's only going to go to the ground if one of them's trying to nick like a takedown to win the it round doesn't
4: seem like like yeah like even if I'm going to want to take that fight no, to the ground. they keep
2: saying O'Malley does have jiu-jitsu but it seems like one of them where it's easy to upload pictures on the mat when you're not doing it in the cage of someone who's actually He'll trying to crawl in O'Malley jitsu <laughs> or some
4: shit as well <laughs> doesn't he? And, yeah
2: and if he does try and get the highlight reel or whatever is going on, because he does have the full hype train behind him. I mean, I'm on it, but I'm also on the Sukumtara train. So the Asian sensation.
0: You're basically on the fence.
2: No, no, I do fully want Sukumtara to win. I
4: think both fighters though have got to look at this as, as a massive opportunity. Yeah. They're on a main event, uh, well, on a, on a main card in a pay per view. Um, And they, you know, they both could grab some headlines.
2: Well, I thought as well. The UFC doesn't really have like a big Asian star, and they're trying to branch out. They wanted to have the African thing with Ngannou, and there is something there. They said that was maybe one of the reasons he was going to be on the main card because he's um, Laotian, which I'm not entirely sure where it is. Yeah, but he he's got that on his uh, shorts, and he's the first guy to do that. And I mean, you said I got put the interview in later, but. I think if you can get him on the mic, then he's a very interesting guy to listen to, and I think they can sell either one, so they're sorting themselves either way. Who you? Who are you gonna go with? I
4: was, I was gonna. Go, uh, well, I'm gonna go with O'Malley. Uh, I think he's gonna go with a. He's gonna get a stoppage in the fight as well. Um, early, going big, like no, not possibly not early, maybe second round, but I think it's gonna be a good, good fight. Yeah. I, I think both fighters know that this is. A big opportunity for them both and they're not going to come at it half-hearted, I don't think. Yeah. So, yeah, I reckon it's going to be a good stand-up little battle.
2: I'm going to go with late in the second, I think. Sukumtai gets it done, but I think they're both going to have success. I don't think it's mm. going to be a rollover either way. No, no.
3: Very, very close fight. Very, very hard fight to predict. I think... Uh, I just wonder if Connor O'Malley's maybe being pushed a little bit too soon. I mean, he's only 23, 24? Yeah, Still... he had,
2: he, he's not really a one-shot power guy. No. He, he's got
4: quite an extensive amateur background as well. Yeah,
3: I, he's yeah, I think he's had about eight or nine amateur yeah, fights. It, it does seem quite grounded. But I mean, compared for... to to a guy who's now been through sort of five or six promotions like Sukumtar, yeah. he's a baby compared to him. Mm-hmm.
2: They should get Snoop on comms just for this fight. <laughs> just after when he went nuts with O'Malley last time where he was screaming.
3: I think uh, Sukumtar will win by a unanimous decision.
2: Okay so then if we go on to the chief support uh, we got my man T City. Wow <laughs> as if you tried to jump on that. Months ago. Months ago I was saying T City's the boy. Well the reason I didn't like him was because whoever he fought before Cub was pummeling him for 3 rounds and, and then the decided Mar- to Mar- t- yeah, yeah and, decided to try and take him and down and Mar- in the Mar- last Mar- round Mar- it was the most it. irritating thing. That was a good fight in in, yeah. in of a way of that
4: it it demonstrated that Ortega if you want to fight with him He'll stand up and fight. Well, with he you. had it like, didn't he, was it like Trills six as fights as well. in a row oh. where he,
2: he hadn't, until the Swanson fight, he hadn't won a round in the UFC. He, yeah, just, and kept, he just kept finishing yeah, people. Yeah. In, in the last round, he yeah. just kept getting subs.
4: <laughs> His sub game is out of, out of this world. Well, he's so still undefeated, still really isn't he? He, yeah, he's yeah. got one no contest. Yeah. he tested positive for something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure no. what it was.
2: He actually he actually admitted to uh, that that rings a bell now.
4: Was he, only, he wasn't he wasn't he didn't get a huge bad. No, he basically so I'm not sure what it as was. soon
2: as it he popped he came out and said, "Yeah, that's my bad. I I should have so, checked so, why I was taking and all this." Yeah. I was I was texting you earlier Troy and I was saying with this it seems that everyone has a different opinion on how the fight's going to go, but no one is really listening to anyone else's opinion, which maybe social media just for you, everyone seemed entirely convinced that he's going this way and no other way at all. Um Rory, if we go to you first, you are a, a fan of uh, Ortega, but do you think he gets the job done? And do you think three rounds affects things? Um uh,
3: I think he's he's probably in. The, the, the bad thing for him is it's. I don't know whether he's had. Would it be considered a fall camp for him? Or is it a couple of weeks shy of a full camp? Because you've got to yeah, think Holloway exactly. was originally going to be in the fight. He's not a small guy for the weight class. I can't imagine it's an easy an easy split down to the weight class for him. I, I think th- the thing is, if you leave your neck there, you're getting <laughs> choked out. Frankie Edgar's one of the best wrestlers at the weight class. But I think Frankie's got more tools in the sense that he could easily stand up and probably... Keep Boxing, leg yeah. kicks. You can't I even. Mean, that's what he's going to try and do. Yeah, I you can't don't think even pull guard with that. him, can
2: you? Because he'll choke you out from his back. Mm.
3: Oh yeah, he, he he he's probably got the best jujitsu in any of the. The only person who gets close is probably Meyer and the going higher. The ones with different types yeah. of jujitsu. Yeah. You know? yeah, He's
4: more like a combat style jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. He's attacking you and yeah, yeah. slapping you and trying to maneuver There's quickly that- and.
2: John Danaher who speaks a lot about him who's one of the most painful blokes to listen to talk just <laughs> everything he says takes about 10 minutes and it's <laughs> so like softly spoken but he says he says Maya like you said he says there's literally about three people in the UFC who you can't even take and pull guard with them
3: because the, the three people
2: he- I always look at is for doom for the heavy guys yep. Maya for the
3: medium guys and Ortega at the lower the, the low heights
4: people pull half guard on, when any someone pulls half guard on someone you know that they're they're pretty freaking good on the ground, like, you know, when they're happy to just say, yep, come on, let's go in a half guard and I'll fucking wrap you up.
2: (laughs) So Rory, let's get a prediction from you. Oh, I really want to
3: go for Ortega. Um, uh, Betting with my heart, I'd have to go for Ortega, but I, I, so you yeah. look like
2: we just asked you whether you want to like ax TK or Connor. Oh. <laughs> you having like a deep plot? Like... Oh TK
3: after he's forty five minutes late. <laughs> and I need a lift home, then I've got to have con.
1: <laughs>
3: no offense, TK. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go for a third round finish for Ortega when Edgar's starting to get a little bit uh a little bit desperate just to get the fight over and done with and get him up against the fence and you might see something similar to how um Cub got submitted. Of yeah. it didn't even look like there was a takedown available, and then all I mean, of a sudden... choked him
2: out twice in two rounds. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, yeah, it was yeah. just over. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go for Ortega as well. Um, I think that a lot of Frankie's success is him as a grinder, and it works against everyone pretty much other than Jose Aldo, and it says a lot. I will openly say, I do, I do honestly really dislike Frankie Edgar. Why? Um, I think it, when he when he knocked out my boy Chad Mendes. Oh, that was such a nice KO. I don't know why he's
1: your
3: boy, like, I really don't, don't see <laughs> no, what he's done no, to be no, no your do boy. <laughs> it looks like an American Pie character. It, wasn't lit- PD's. I literally said... It was cream. I literally said to Byron the other day, it's either, yeah, he's my boy, <laughs> that's my girl, or I just hate him. Yeah, there's, there's, there's,
2: nothing, no in between. there's no in-between. No. <laughs> no, Frankie, the one who used to chop the McGregor fight and then turned it down. Um, two, he's knocked out. My boy three, I was I was really thinking he was gonna put it on Aldo in the second fight and Aldo did put it on a clinic but he looked like he just didn't really want to put it out there. And this is my point is that I think he his style relies a lot on grinding and wearing you down and a lot of that is pushing for the takedown and grinding you out there and he can't do that with Ortega.
3: Edgar absolutely battered B J Penn. You gotta remember he was one of yeah. the best jujitsu well, guys around at the time. And he just yeah. he cut or- through him easily.
2: Ortega as well does have a great chin. Like, you can yeah. drop him, yeah. but he's he's not going to go out. He's been
3: in with some tough guys
4: um, like lately, yeah. like Cub Swanson and Clay that they're, they're, they're scrappers. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's he's ready for this fight. He's also had a few good few five-rounders yeah. under his belt. Obviously, I know what Frankie has two, uh, yeah. but it's a shame. That's the only thing that's crap about this fight, is that it's three rounds. I can't see it yeah. even last in the three, but
2: I think that that's changed the pace of the yeah, fight.
4: If it was a five round fight, I think the fight might well, be slightly different. It's, it's interesting not a
2: that fight to watch if it was five. Mm, it's interesting by the sounds of it, all three of us are picking a stoppage when Frankie's never been stopped. Which mm. Frankie is that guy that you do always underestimate? Same as Bisping, you always underestimate. Frankie's another one.
4: I just can't see Ortega grinding out a decision. No, no I don't see no, many I agree. people doing that against Frankie.
2: Edward. That's that's the thing. I think that. Frankie might regret taking the fight when he could have sat tight yeah, and hoped for Holloway.
4: This this fight's massive warning lights for Frankie Edgar and victory lights for Brian Ortega. Uh, Ortega, if he wins this fight, he gets a title shot. Yeah. Frankie Edgar loses this fight. What happens next? Do you know what I mean? He doesn't deserve yeah. a title shot if he loses this fight. I think. Goes and beats Stevens again. I don't know
3: if he loses. Yeah. yeah, I think.
4: Bad props to him for taking it, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, he wants to keep the fight going.
3: He's obviously if, got bills to pay. If He's 36, Holloway's, I suppose, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Frankie Edgar's 36. Yeah. He's if, not fought since May.
2: If Holloway's injured for a while, yeah, then I want the winner to win yeah. face Stevens. That would be good. But no, I think Edgar's going to be doing well. Um, I think he's going to try and hold the distance for as long as he can. His striking is definitely more crisp than but Ortega's. Does he, hold,
3: does he hold the distance against a guy who's rapidly improving on the feet and he's got about but six inches on him?
2: improving on the street. Uh, there's improving on, <laughs> on the, the feet. Street? <laughs> there's improving on your feet. <laughs> and Edgar, who's probably knows what he does well, knows what he doesn't do well, and knows how to use what he does do well. And so I don't think he's going to be under any illusions what he needs to do. And he's going to have to try and do the striking. Whereas Ortega, do you think maybe you can hold off trading when you know you've got that in your back pocket? And so maybe you don't go full throttle when you know you do have kind of your trump card that could come later in the fight if you take a couple of punches first. I don't know how he thinks.
3: I don't think he can fight like that.
2: No, I mean, my reason for picking Ortega is he's literally one of those guys who literally needs to grab your finger and you're in trouble.
3: Yeah, He, he is freakishly good on the ground.
2: We do, I think, have a bad record when all of us pick one guy, though. So, we're probably going to. Frankie's going to spark him. We are
3: going for the outsider. We're going for the the guy who's still fairly inexperienced. I don't
2: think it's going to be easy, either one. I think this card, there isn't really the names up and down, but I think you've got good competitive fights the whole way down the card, apart from the main
4: event. Touching on what you said about Damian Meyer, you know, and the similarities. uh, Yeah. The difference being, well, the main difference is Brian Ortega can. And has shown he is very well adept to standing up
2: yeah. and fighting. Yeah. you know. Um, Rory still claims he could beat Meyer in a fist fight. Yeah. I'd <laughs> piece Meyer up in a boxing match. Yeah, why not? I, I, Meyer piece
3: up. He <laughs> pieced up
2: your boy Colby. Remember when he was coming with leg kicks? No, head <laughs>
3: kicks, sorry. As well, yeah. Yeah, that you would see a windmill coming. <laughs> yeah, he's probably going fall over, bless
2: him. All right, if we close um, this one out, then we got the main event, which I don't think we're going to need to break down too much. I was looking earlier in my time I've been watching UFC, and this is the worst pay-per-view headline I can remember.
3: I just had a look at the betting. What price?
2: It's 1 to 16, is that I was, right? I was
3: hoping you wouldn't actually know. Yeah, Cyborg is 1 to 16. So I don't don't know what the Vegas odds that would work out to be, but that's minus more than anything I've ever
2: seen before in my life. (laughs) It's it's atrocious. I mean, cyborg will win inside the distance, I think I'm pretty I, I I don't know what that. would be
3: a comparative, but I'd imagine LeBron James to score eight or more points last night would have been about one to sixteen. <laughs> if if I put in a barometer of what LeBron James yeah. to beat my nan in a one on one. Yeah, the same thing. Yeah, if odds. I'm putting in a barometer of what would be like a similar price for the American listeners, I'd imagine pricing up LeBron to score eight. <laughs>
2: yeah. Aside from injury, it happens. Yeah. Kind
3: it's of thing. Happen. Like it's do you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. As I said, it's 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 the worst headline I've seen. I mean, we're going to hear a lot of junk about her being the pound for pound women's best ever. She can compete in boxing because she sparred Claressa Shields. She's yeah. a huge draw. Hopefully, this she's clashes not, not, with Wilder Ortiz, and I can just switch over.
4: <laughs> she's really not a huge draw, though, is she? Like, I don't know what no, it is. She, about. Well, she's Cyborg. Brazilian
2: essentially, which is that's you get a certain amount of numbers yeah, for yeah. being Brazilian, and yeah. she's Dr Manda Nunes, so. And I don't yeah. even—I'm not even thrilled about that fight, but it's better than this.
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the only fight really that makes sense for her. For to me,
2: I'd have Nunes on a pound-for-pound pound list above Cyborg purely on the basis that she's actually beat someone out competent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Her best win is home for Cyborg, and the size difference there said a lot. People make out that was a clinic, which tells me the hype train is fully on because I don't it wasn't. It was
3: just... I don't... I think it was a bit closer than people made. Yeah, out. people mean, make it said,
2: out as f- People say it was five nil.
3: I said it was four one, but they they weren't. They weren't disrespectful. But they, they weren't massively like she's dropped her twice in every round. Massive no. differentials like no. that. yeah. Oh, no. right. close rounds.
2: Let's uh, close out our UFC kind of discussion here. Um, for the same event, Conor McGregor posted uh, on Instagram last week saying he was ready to step in for. Max Holloway and face Frankie Edgar. Not giving our predictions for Cyborg, then.
1: I was, I said, <laughs> we all saying she's going to win inside the distance. Making I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I no,
3: thought we were all going to give her how many minutes does it go? Yeah. Well,
1: nobody, nobody
2: responded. If you have a different prediction to Cyborg KO, then <laughs> go ahead. Yeah,
3: Cyborg by death. Yeah. Yeah. death too destroy. dark.
2: Um, so, yeah, McGregor said he'd step in and face Frankie Edgar. I wonder what everyone's thoughts were. One, does anyone think he even reached out to the UFC seriously? Or do you think he asked for ridiculous cash for a start, I'm, I'm assuming? Oh, yeah, he would have asked for a lot of money, wouldn't
4: he? Like, for, just to step in on such short notice and, yeah,
2: riding on a chalice. No, I can't really see it, to be honest. No. Pe- I don't think it was happening. People are commended him saying, oh, what a great guy. I mean, he's backed into a corner. He's got Tony one side, he's got Khabib the other. Khabib time. There is no surprise he's trying to go down, not defend his belt again, go for someone that isn't Max Holloway at featherweight, and look for someone who's a lot smaller than him. He's two, he's probably not, surely he's never going to get down to 140 pounds ever again. They would have made, I, again. I made it a catch I'd imagine, wouldn't they? Yeah. Oh, let's just do everything he wants.
4: Yeah, yeah. no, it is that though, Lou. Unfortunately, it is a case of let's do whatever I he think wants. I like, think
2: they realise now shame. he doesn't have that long left, and they're going to say, Khabib, it's Khabib time. Do yeah. do the business. Hopefully,
0: like I've been saying, could be smashes 20, everyone.
2: Yeah, it's twenty nine. Yeah.
0: How many years
2: do you think you'll fight for? Two. Well, one do you know Aldo is year. only thirty one?
3: Yeah, he looks like he's about fifty. You know? Yeah. Got stabbed in the face when he was like seven.
2: I'm saying this to We have to double him, check. Fell in a
3: barbecue pit. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, pushed in a barbecue pit. We don't
2: know. I'm glad they haven't given him an easy way out. It would have been easy to say, and one, they're, they're two. They're gonna make the most out of a McGregor card they're not going to have this card no. underneath McGregor no. they're like the opposite of boxing and when they get a big fight they'll <laughs> stack the cards yeah like, this is one thing yeah, yeah. i've never understood yeah, yeah. yeah it's strange that isn't it i think it's because they have a core audience anyway so it helps them to kind of put their guys on the market yeah. so they buy yeah, more than just a mcgregor card yeah yeah i okay, get yeah if you if you're buying them if you're you're Seeing
4: the McGregor fight, you're also seeing some other guys on the card as well. Yeah, oh, casuals but, that are going to watch it. What's it been?
3: Fifteen months since he fought in the UFC. November 16 was it? About fifteen
4: months.
2: Yeah.
3: Do you, what, but longer one, than that since he def, uh, since he's def, well, no, he's, he's never, never defended. defended. He's never one defend, thing um,
4: that, that was against, Albert, but yeah, they said since he since he won his first bout, I think it's been over like. 700 yeah. days or something like that. One thing
2: that I'd say is worth noting out for is that they've put Artem on the Tony vs. Khabib card, so you'd imagine Connor is going to be there for that fight. And they're just using Lobov as a bit of bait to yeah. try and catch so... McGregor. Yeah, pretty much. Fuck it, huh? Because there's no other reason he'd be in the UFC. Really. No, he's awful. Other than to get memes calling the goat on every yeah. single, every single post.
4: He's, like I said to you before, he's the Nicholas bentner of
2: the UFC. Fun, that so disrespectful. <laughs> Woodley was crying on Twitter again the other day, and someone tweeted him saying, "When are you going to stop ducking Artem?" <laughs> <laughs> Despite the
3: fact they don't fight in the same weight class, <laughs> yeah, a thirty-pound difference.
2: Oh, all right, quality. let's move on. I mean, we'll be back next week, where hopefully we've nailed all our predictions, but. Probably not, so we'll see what happens. Well, we
3: just hear Brian Buffer scream City" by third round sub.
2: It's all about uh, the Asian sensation on Saturday, and uh, keep your eyes peeled. We referenced it earlier, we'll now get into it. Arsenal embarrassed in the League Cup final against Man City losing 3-0, I'll start by saying before any one of you say it, because I'm sure one of you was going to say it, it's Man City. If any of you are going to say that, let's just pack up the cup. No one compete, no one bother if it's, if it's just I City. I say that. Because yeah, someone said that I had three people say it to me at work today and go, well, come on, it is City.
5: <laughs> so? Yeah, competitive
2: at least. We're a bigger club than City. We Easy. should be competing to be a bigger club than City. Wenger, this is the topic we're going for here. How the hell is he still employed this morning?
3: <laughs> right, this is one thing I have taken serious issue with. You've not just been bowled 3-0 by Bournemouth, West Brom, Huddersfield, somebody oh. near the lower
2: echelons of the league. You've lost in a cup final. It wasn't the way. Um, first of all, the cup final... we it was beat, the way. First of all, we That's beat, we beat Norwich, we beat Doncaster, we beat Chelsea. West Ham, then Chelsea, who... Played poorly. We played okay. And then City. If we had lost to a moment of genius from Silva, De Bruyne, Aguero, rather than... He did. Just three different moments. A centre-back whimpering because he's been nudged.
5: That was the worst thing I've ever seen. He doesn't even... Rather than track back, he's putting
2: his arms out like this, complaining. The second one, they're claiming it's offside. It's not. Just because a player is stood in front of the ball... Doesn't mean he's distracting the keeper. What was the keeper doing before this rule was put in?
5: He wasn't in the way of the keeper. No,
2: it, it was literally sure. there was nothing. When they were saying they were going to look at it, I would have been happy at the time. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but in for the grand scheme of things, if that's ruled out as a goal, you're going to rule out almost every single goal when yeah. VAR's in because you can look at someone's toes over the line and say he's distracting the keeper. <laughs> Third goal. It's a nice finish, but it's absolutely pathetic when a bloke that size is muscling people out of the way and able to just walk around the box. Look at the team selection for a start. You've dropped Awobi, congrats. You've put Callum Chambers in there. Ospina, I was happy, came in. Looks like, honestly, it took me back to the days of when we had Fabianski and Vito Manone competing for the shirt. Chambers actually thinks he's a good player. He had the nerve to say the other week, these are the years where I need to be playing, as if he should be starting for Arsenal. I mean, he he's fortunate that maybe he does have a chance because he has Mustafi and a half-dead Koscielny who's not getting off <laughs> lightly here. Because you can't be at a club this long and still have no command to any of the players around you. If they can't take a, you shouting at them, then they shouldn't be on the pitch. And if you aren't confident enough to shout at them, then you shouldn't be a centre-back because you're supposed to be a leader. Now, this is what I'll just get into. People have been saying in the last couple of years Wenger stayed in the job because he's won the FA Cup. Which is papered over the cracks in effect. I was happy at the time, and I have said after the last two cup finals that he has just, it has just papered over the cracks. The one was against Villa, the one was against Chelsea, which we did deserve to win, but still we came fifth that year, so it didn't really do much. Now, if you look at the seasons when we've won the cup, so if I go back to the last three we've won, 2013, 2014 was the last one, it was the first one of the most recent three. Scraped fourth in the league on the last day of the season after Spurs squandered over a 10 point lead. Not that. Papered over the cracks. We celebrated saying the St. Totteringham's Day thing, which, yes, yeah, good for a day. Then you actually, the season carries on and you think, at one point um, for that season, we led the table for most of the season. We spent more time on the top of the league than any other side and still had to push for fourth. <laughs> Went out of the League Cup to Chelsea. In the Champions League, we lost 3-1 on aggregate to Bayern in Europe, which I was annoyed with at the time. If only I had known what was coming,
1: <laughs>
2: then maybe I wouldn't have quite been so annoyed. Then we went to 2014-2015. Won two out of the first eight league games. It, we, we lost the first game in the season to West Ham where people claimed Reese Oxford had Ursel in his pocket, which was the most ridiculous claim ever when he barely touched the ball. But still, we had the most whole... Didn't. We had the whole build up before. Czechs going to get you an extra twenty points a season. He concedes from forty yards. <laughs>
3: Maybe the best meme ever when it's him running down with the money in the bank saying, "I'm just going to cash
2: my <laughs> ten points in." <laughs> so we won two out of the first eight. We celebrated drawing Monaco in Europe. Look how that went. We pulled it. We pulled a goal back in the home leg. Chamberlain then decides to run completely down the other end, give the ball away and we conceded to a Berbosov goal right at the end. And then nearly pulled it back and people said, well, it did well. They showed it a lot of fight it nearly coming back in Europe. Not not good enough. Finished third and celebrated it. Went out, of the, went out in the first round of the League Cup to Southampton with a near full-strength side. It was one of the best goals I've seen. I think it might have been Martina. Can you remember the goal? He scored an absolute... Pinger yeah. from about 40 yards out, like on the bounce, it's just flowing. It the in. one
3: where he's bent it,
2: yeah, and it's <laughs> literally wow. hit a bouncing ball and it's swerved and gone all over the place. It's and more bent s- than some away. things you
3: can't say these days,
2: <laughs> No, you can't say these things these days, exactly.
3: That's what I said. Calling people out who do say it is wrong,
2: okay. 16 17, worst ever season under Wenger. We've come fifth, we've lost to Southampton again in the League Cup. <laughs> Good Cup team. We've then lost 10-2 to Bayern in Europe. <laughs> and we're supposed to be all over the moon because we've won an FA Cup at the end of the season.
5: You were quite happy with
2: that. I, think. I was. I declared it the best day of 2017. Groves also won the world title on that day. It didn't then, two days later. Everyone enjoys a cup final. The, the League Cup, I would have celebrated like the Champions League yesterday if we'd won it. Before the game, I was saying that I wasn't too fussed. Within 30 seconds, I was howling at the TV. Any cup final, whether it's the Community Shield, whether it's the League Cup, whether it's God knows what. If Connor rolls his eyes at all after that treble they celebrated <laughs> last year. <laughs> that treble. You're going to be happy with a cup. And you can't go into a cup final and perform like that. And it has to start with the manager at the top. He's the one setting the mentality of the players. It's summed down to the players on the pitch. Wilshire looked like the only one who was actually prepared to fight to be on the pitch. Oh, there we go. And then he's actually reversed that when he's come out and said we're not one to make excuses, but the first one was a foul, the second one was offside. Fernandinho <laughs> should have been sent he's actually Everybody, he's actually put this on Instagram just before you've got here.
3: Oh Everybody God. absolutely smokes Wilshire's poll. And he was shit yesterday.
2: Well but for he one he was fucking him. terrible. For one, you've just committed cardinal sin in Wiltshire. It's Wilshire. Do you call him Eubanks as well?
3: No. I call him Prick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think
0: about them too.
3: It's just it's, it's uh, out position. who Oh God. all this Wilshire, oh, your best God. player,
0: and he plays him left midfield. He's one thing he's never had is pace. He's good on the ball, he's good at taking people on. It people was before on. the game we when Radnapp and
3: Henri were saying, Yeah, I think Wilshire in there, I mean he could really dictate the play. After well, 10 minutes, I, I thought, Jesus. That's because
2: he thought
0: he was going to be in midfield. He's playing left midfield against Carl Walker, probably the quickest player in the Premier League. <laughs> well, Wilshere Wilsh could take it, him on. No, he played. When
3: Aubameyang had and, that chance, he just ran into the who, ball. Who did oh. you who
0: have, you, have <laughs> in the middle? In
2: the middle, we had Shaka. Who Shaka? I've given a chance to Shaka. I've given a chance. I've said there's a player in there. I've never seen a defensive midfielder Less defensively intelligent. And we've had Coquelin at this club. We've had Frimpong at this club.
0: (laughs) Man like Frimpong. Bring Frimpong back.
2: Frimmy's a Ladino, as he called himself. (laughs) The The best thing Frimpong did was actually install a hologram in his car of him throttling Nasri when he opened the doors. (laughs) Shaka is... There's... People making moves. First of all, Wenger has managed to turn Aubameyang and Lacazette into two lifeless strikers, and he's only had Aubameyang for a month, three games. I was it's
3: it? a third game, it's wasn't
2: a it? Third game, yeah, and he's lost
0: two. It's the lack of, of service memory. as well. Though. Yeah, Arsenal used to be a team. Oh, Arsenal were a team that used to create at least probably fifteen to twenty chances a game. I would say you might,
2: you might pop round four or five passes in midfield.
3: You're That's telling not what me needs.
0: no,
2: the football... Well, and you do kind of behind. need that. You do need to draw them in, so there's room behind the back. Of, no, but my, my point is, they're not playing that final ball. Well, I think like yesterday is they're so defensively minded, Arsenal first. So when they go the City have about eight players on one man. So it was needless. His, he was literally just relying on sheer pace and no real ability it? to get past.
0: Is he as quick as what people make out? He because has, yesterday yeah, he is very quick one company caught up with him that one chance he was already there and he ran no but I I think if you're that fast you probably get away from company he's got no legs left exactly and and also the other chance where Bravo came out to kick the ball Aubameyang I thought would have nipped in there and got the ball with
5: both of them I don't think it's like a pace he didn't want it he didn't want to get in there which fits in to be fair fits in beautifully with the rest of the squad didn't want it enough The second one. Okay, everyone else didn't want it enough, but
2: he did. No, no, no. I don't think it was a case of not wanting enough. One, I think he has, when you're out of the game that much, I don't think you're expecting a keeper to be just as braindead at the other end (laughs) and still get an assist for a start. But he was just, I won't say just as bad as Ospina, but he was bad yesterday, bravo. And I don't think you are anticipating that, and then he's kind of struggling to get on it. He's eventually got a foul. But so I don't think it's a case of him not wanting to get it. But two, he but we'll he is ahead. he is the type of player who we knew before we signed him is going to sulk if he's not going his way. And so when you're... You
5: should probably think of that before signing them.
2: What options do you have? Because it's that or you keep putting Welbeck on, which I'm sure Wenger yesterday yeah, was went. like, things are can't get any worse. How can I actually piss them off more? <laughs> still <laughs> Welbeck and still well on. Still well Welbeck and <laughs> <a Wobion.
0: laughs> No, Do you know what i have no, because
2: a bloke at work has come into my office earlier and gone. You know what I think the issue was? We didn't start a woby <laughs> no,
0: I, I, I was going to say I think you should have started Wildbet yesterday, and that's, that's honestly, <laughs> honestly, I think you should have started Wildbet yesterday. Do you, I don't you know how Wobet does it. Do I don't you know. Watch how he
5: doesn't play football. He just yeah. convinces people. He
2: struggled to get a single shot on target over two legs against a Swedish pub side. <laughs> He led the line for That's two games. On he Thursday led night. the line for two games. Right. He was to... getting taunted by the Osterson's fans. He wouldn't even get on their team. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> he actually wouldn't. I've England never known on the side. He's going on the, plane. He, never, on the he, plane. he plays well for England. I've never known any other team praise their strikers for not scoring. I can see in some instances, with Giroud, there was a slight something there, because at least he was bringing others into the game, and he was still scoring.
5: At least he was more slagged more than the others. It's well back There are portions of Arsenal fans that slagged him. It's well yeah, back it's hard, hard work. This is hard work.
3: Yeah, he works hard. You he runs the channels. Works hard. He does run the channels. Where
2: has he been working hard? In the channels. Have you been watching us recently? He He's did used working to on his do He's finishing
5: that. more than working hard.
2: He's the, he scored this season while I was there in the League Cup against West Ham. He was on the him. line and he nearly missed. <laughs> he hit it from on the line with his laces and bobbled it into his shin to go over the line. keep a on edge.
0: At least he scored, unlike Aubameyang yesterday, missed from two yards.
2: Yeah, he just ran into the
0: ball. Didn't For even one, he it.
2: didn't actually touch the first one until the second shot, where he's falling backwards. Also, still should have scored. I was that was my first scream of the day,
5: which first of many.
2: I actually know that that the last half an hour, I tried to um, like smother myself on my duvet just by lying face down, just hoping it would happen because that game was t- that game was.
5: It's like a metaphor for that Arsenal team, to be honest. That's basically did what you did. See,
2: did you see Henri after the game? Yeah. He said, and he summed it up perfectly, he said...
5: But I Gary Neville did.
2: He Well, he actually said Anyone it all from the heart. Yeah. And cool. he was saying, you see some of these games, like the game against Everton, and there's people phoning him up saying, you need to stick this Arsenal game on. Like, Look at the way they're playing. Maybe they click, because this was Aubameyang's first game. He's like how do you get excited when you know the next game you play you're going to have a game like West Brom or Bournemouth or this he's like there's literally there's no reason to get excited at Arsenal because when you do all it does is make it hurt more when it does happen I thought it was going to be the second League Cup final I've watched where I was in tears at the end and it was close not to being at that level the Femi Martins <laughs> we cry? don't actually say that name did you,
0: did you cry at that time? yeah floods what those actual tears? yeah how
2: old were you? About twenty. I was in second year of sixth form. So about so 17 he'd have been nearly 18. eighteen. Yeah. Not
5: quite eighteen, though, so not quite eighteen, but Did you see it's that did you see that little kid? Man, so <laughs> that little kid
3: yesterday, <laughs> it's he was fine about to five crying. or six. Done
2: because or El Neni, al El nate, Neni, El Neni, the yeah, prince of Egypt has uploaded a screenshot of that kid saying, We all feel your pain. <laughs> Clearly you like don't. he can't do
5: anything about it. Bellerin. <laughs> yeah, I, know, yeah. I wish we were good as well, mate. But... Bellerin,
2: Bellerin was called in and he did a lecture at Oxford University the other week <laughs> with his yeah, with his strange accent, which is still
0: the weirdest yeah, voice weird. I've, ever
5: don't I've ever and
0: heard. And one speak. of them asked like him. Spanish, but like London. As yeah, well. one of them was, asked and him. And the idea used to be
5: French slash Cockney. That was confusing. One of
2: them asked him <laughs> about Arsenal it, Fan TV. Player. One of them asked him about Arsenal Fan TV yeah. and what he thought of it. And he said, and I don't always agree with everything they say, but they do kind of have a right to say everything. And wait, wait, wait. He said, I don't agree with it because if you're a real fan and you're making money from failure, I don't think that's right. He was paid nearly 80 grand a week yesterday for that. So if that's the case, the last four years, give your wages back if you shouldn't be paid for failure.
3: Honestly, that Arsenal fan TV last night. I don't, don't normally watch it. The one, one of the best.
2: I agreed with every single word that was said.
3: It was that old bloke when he just went,
2: time to leave. <laughs> time to fucking leave. It is. I was just crying. That who, Who's that awful team that Jamie O'Hara plays for? Bit of Ricky. That manager sacked himself
3: yesterday. Yeah, I, know, I saw Glenn, that.
2: Wenger should do the same.
3: That's called resigning, I think, No, because he he controls the the board.
2: He controls the board quite clearly. Or how else does he still have a job? Because he's not even guaranteeing the European football anymore. So there must be something else there. It is, real belief. Oh, yeah, because we're guaranteed in that season now because we've come runner-up in the League Cup. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So we can't even shit out like United and Chelsea and and Liverpool have done previously, where you just miss Europe altogether. Oh, God. Do you you actually get... Europe. Ooh, We're guaranteed yeah, yeah. Europa man League. City will we might go name, from then. the third qualifying round, which, i have experienced on Football Manager, isn't pleasant with <clears throat> yeah. my Everton team. It's the early start of the season, man. that's
5: tough.
3: Yeah, they'll be they'll be playing from about June. I'm, I was the sa- World Cup was still. Be I was on.
2: sat there at work earlier. Like the first thing I had when I walked into work. Oh, can't believe you're showing your face around here today. <laughs> I was already irritated that it was so cold this morning. Two. I woke up a bit late. Three. I couldn't really sleep last night. At four, I get that straight away. A bit straight of a away. Experience, it just put me in a shit mood to start the day. That also. <laughs> <laughs> but then I kind of, it subsided. I got to lunch and Nathan said to me, what happened with Arsenal yesterday? And I said, I am just I just don't want to talk about it. I've ended up talking about it briefly. He said, why would you get rid of Wenger? Who else is going to do better? Which just set me off something. Or oh, girls. And I had to restrain myself and I thought, I'm going to keep it for now. I'm actually at the point now where its I feel like it's hit rock bottom and I just don't care anymore. But realistically, I get paid on Wednesday. I'm going to pay for to see Watford, Arsenal Watford. Yes, I know what, is, what this is. I know. Two, I'm going to pay to watch Watford, where we'll probably lose £50 to sit in the upper tier to watch Arsenal Watford.
5: If you know you're doing this, maybe you just don't. Well, this yeah, is the no, no, issue. No. I love the team no. too
0: much, and I can't <laughs> stop watching. <laughs> you, you're not the main issue, but he, fans. He, he, does have, he does have some issues. You, though. you fans, are the issue a little bit. No, no by, by I know what you're going to say. By paying and turning up and still watching it. No, but they if, still get if, caught and if, the and if, and if you do watch it, they need to protest against it if they if they want to. Because.
2: Protesting clearly doesn't work. If the protesting worked, Wenger wouldn't have signed a new deal. That was as bad as i ever seen it. We were in an FA Cup quarterfinal, and it wasn't even enjoyable to be at the ground because it was that horrible. I saw a fully grown man drop to his knees when we passed backwards. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't get any worse than that. They always say Wenger sees out his deals like it's some like, kind of like Lannister thing. He has to see out his contract. He does,
0: come on. To be fair, he does.
2: If he wasn't sacked last year, he's not going to be sacked this year. Because, realistically, there's enough shite teams in the league that we can't be that low down. And I may jinx it now in a weird way. I hope I do, because it has to get bad before it can get better.
5: Yeah, this is probably as low as you're going to go.
2: Yeah, exactly. There's enough awful teams there. So the lowest you can probably drop is 7th at a push. I I don't think we can really drop any lower than 6th. No, I don't think so. And then that's a place lower, and then we'll... we'll I think we'll not. I think we'll beat Milan in the Europa League, which wow. our only striker is Welbeck. So actually, who knows? I, I, I,
0: don't, I don't. think you will beat them.
2: They're shite. They're honestly they, shite. They beat
0: Roma yesterday away. Yeah, but and it's, Roma would demolish you, in my
2: opinion. Italian teams are quite frail, other than Juve, which I do. I do too. We actually do usually. Well, I say we usually. We haven't played one for a while. Actually, no. The last team we played was Napoli, and we lost. So. Made and work. I was, looking, I was looking back at the glory days. No, I think what's going to happen is we're going to do well enough in the Europa League that they say, look, you're still competing. You can take this for another year. I honestly can't see it being any different to no, that. He,
5: he will get another year, yeah. <laughs> and it's happening. Who,
0: who do you get in, though, if he does go? And
5: this is the issue, but literally... I don't, literally, really, I don't literally know, know who's going to do get, much worse. It exactly, it can't get any worse. I mean, it can, but realistically it can, can't.
2: It looks to me they're setting up for Henri, which this I think that's, that's catastrophe. when well, for him, happen, yeah. for him, it's it can't get any worse. So you can't really do a worse job.
5: It's not the opposite to whoever whoever succeeded Fergie was going to be doing to fail, I think, and basically yeah. with Wenger, I think you've got a free swing. Yeah, exactly. Because well, you look well,
2: at how many chances he's got, they're not going to sack him straight away.
5: No, no and you've, you're inheriting a squad that should do better than it is. So the problem
0: with Henri is if he doesn't go well, it's kind of going to be a little bit like Shearer where you sort of take your legacy a little bit if it mm. doesn't go well.
5: There's also, if it is going to shit, you then have an obligation to stick with him because he's a club legend, but well, should ma- you stick with him because he's not doing a particularly sh- good as long job? As, as, sh- as, as
2: long, long as it's not Sol Campbell, one of the greatest minds in English football.
5: <laughs> <laughs> he's going to kick up a fuss, and you don't give him the job. No, I, I think. Probably call it racist. I think, <laughs> even when Omri gets it, either
2: give it to a young manager coming through and see what happens, or give it to an old manager on a one-two year deal, and you put Omri in there as his assistant or something, so he has something there. But we, we don't actually know what how much he's doing at Belgium, so no. I, I, it wouldn't be my choice to
0: put him in. Well, no. you may see what he does at the Euros this summer. For me, but you sold it uh, 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 yeah. well, he's an assistant manager, isn't he? So you'd yeah, like but, to say so that he's do- bold. No, but you'd like to say <laughs> that he's doing a, a, a big part there. But I, I just think, which big manager could you actually get? Fango,
2: Ancelotti. I don't actually think an- attracting a big manager is an issue because you—it's the dream position. You're going to get paid more than any other manager in Europe. You're gonna have more leniency than any other manager in Europe. It can't get any worse so you're not going to get into criticism and you've got a group of players there who I don't think there's anyone there that's going to rebel against you in the dressing room.
5: Someone like Conte could be ideal. In he terms was, he's literally gonna be perfect. Yeah, but you've You've got two ways of looking at it. One, he'll whip the squad into shape, or two, there's such a bunch of pussies yeah. that he'll go in there and try and get the hard man out. They'll well, all just be not be interested. Do, well, do, everyone. Do, well, do you know what? I of, I, I'd say Wilsh is the only one who's got. Everyone a, by some, about five. Wilsh probably maybe Ram, No, Ramsey gave up do, well. so problem, Everyone gives Matthew, up other than one for your team. I,
1: I will, obviously, yeah, there's right uh, there's right a, there, there,
0: there is a long old list. But looking at it now, it's for a manager to come in. It's an old team. There is not before you always had that thing of you had you kind of had Walcott Oxley, chamberlain you had the no then no, no but the young players that you thought they could develop in a few Jenkinson. years time Jenkins Chambers were all young players that you thought they could potentially develop into something maybe Never did. Now, now now you're looking what young players Barb Bellarin. That, that's the this thing this is why, why the,
2: the manager needs to go because you need to give someone a crack with these players if you give him another year, Bamyang's another year older, Lacazette looks like he's already looking at
5: Wenger like, what the hell are you doing with me? To be fair, a lot of people are looking at Lacazette like, what the hell are you doing? Wank.
2: I think it's quite clear when you look at the players from top to bottom that there is something seriously wrong there.
5: I, I, don't, I don't question the attitude yeah. is wrong, I don't think the attitude means you can't hit a barn door. But Which, he, he, is, it's is not really like he, shown.
2: he's had the one game where he missed it against Spurs. Other than that, it's not like he's been missing cities every week. It's not like Morata, um, where he's clearly getting chances and he's Spurning them.
5: He's getting a be a disrespect as well.
2: He is, but then he, when he gets shown up like, by Lukaku yesterday, then... Even
1: he then he, has he was brilliant well. yesterday.
2: Um, this is the thing. You, you can never get excited... You've got owners that won't answer questions or ask questions of the manager. We're stuck with it. You've got Deadwood throughout the team. You've got yes men for coaches. Give Jens Lehmann the job. (laughs) He'd be
0: good. We've been
2: embarrassed in a cup final. It goes on and on and on and on. And the thing is, there's too many people like me who are going to keep just doing no matter what. They're not going to turn their back on the club with a team that is that big it would be the same for United it would be the same for Liverpool it would be the same for I'd say those three probably Chelsea. actually Chelsea. I'm not sure about Chelsea what? there what? What? there's what? enough of a fan base you there if you don't turn up someone, else, turn up someone like, else is uh, going to go yeah, 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 yeah. so you, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't work doing that you need yeah. to be the one there doing something and
5: I don't really a, di- I, I, a I, dirty I, protest maybe it's going to be a dirty you, one. the only thing for, I think for, though for is shit.
0: at least with yeah. the other clubs is that the owners will actually listen to the fans. If the fans make a I big. Like Liverpool, no, no, definitely not. No, no, no. But, I think if they make yeah. a big enough noise about a manager, yeah. that they'll be, the manager will be gone. It's sorry, know, know, you, it. United had the, the planes going over. Liverpool in the past have had Hodgson, they wanted him to go at the time. Hmm. Rodgers, again, they wanted him to we go. And enough really pressure know. built, whereas the pressure with Venger He's in Don't you think it's, it's, a it's unique like,
5: position. It's like a man. snowball. It just Don't
2: you feels think? but nothing. Don't you think those managers were easier to sack?
5: Yeah, that's it. Like Liverpool ones, even they took a long time for for what they had done. All managers probably could have gone a bit sooner than they did. They took a long time. Whereas Wenger's just in such a unique position where you always just kind of points at past success. Where
2: it's the thing now. now It's only so
5: long you can do that.
2: Like I don't get that annoyed. Like I, if I used to look out for the games at three o'clock for Chelsea, City, Liverpool. And when they're like drawing late on, I'd be watching Sky Sports News, and I'd be really irritated when one of them scores late. I'm looking for the Everton and Burnley results before <laughs> I'm looking for those results.
5: Yeah, you. It's horrific. I didn't realise you're about ten points off the top four, now, aren't
2: you? We're we're about ten points off Spurs. You're nine points
0: off Spurs, I think. That's yeah, that's not great. I mean, which, which, which you aren't going to catch. No. The only thing which
2: made Spurs me feel a, a bit better around. is I was speaking to uh, Brad, the other lad who uh, writes for the site. And he reminded me that I'm not a Sunderland fan. There is that. (laughs) I felt a bit better, but still, it didn't really do much for me. No,
5: exactly.
2: Because, I mean, if there was some kind of concession, they think they've done this massive thing by making the Europa League a bit cheaper. (laughs) Thank you for giving me the slightly cheaper to watch these pub teams. (laughs) Ace (laughs) of AC Milan, yeah, I mean, it's not the AC Milan. They're hiking really, those prices it? back up. It's, it's actually not too bad. The most expensive ticket is 28 quid for that game.
5: Oh, okay, that's not very good.
2: Yeah, so. I, yeah, I, I will go to that, but I just hope for the best. They actually hype it up and they say, make sure you're in your seats for our exclusive European light show, where they flicker <laughs> some lights on the pitch for a few minutes. <clears throat> and that's supposed to get us geared up and going. I mean, I could go for hours. I'm sure this is going to be a recurring thing this season because we've got City again on Thursday.
5: I think your players have got post-traumatic stress. I'm not sure yeah, they should you know, be put through it.
0: You'll, you'll beat City on Thursday. This is the ty- exactly the type of thing that Arsenal do. You'll go and beat City on Thursday and the the cup final, it won't be brushed over, but it it will kind of be forgotten about a little bit.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, those players better hope that we don't go a goal behind because they're going to have a horrible time if they do. It, I remember, uh, you, uh, yeah, I remember a game last season, and I think it was the Palace one. We were doing a podcast, yeah, where we lost. What was it? Three 0 to Palace. Free, yeah, I think it. Yeah, was. and the obviously there you're pretty close in with the players, and all those players were getting chanted that like, you're not fit to wear the shirts. <laughs> it was like as bad as I think Bellerin cried. <laughs> of
5: course he did.
2: <laughs> so they best hope because there's still enough time left for the season and if they go out of that Europa there's literally nothing to play for so there's literally nothing for the fans to think we can't make them two down because yeah, we've yeah. still got this left as soon as that's gone they better buck their ideas up
5: I think Mustafi might get murdered I think he, he might end up well I said yesterday home that, that, like, for the fans.
2: I wouldn't have minded if Shaka had walked into a bus after the game he played like he did
0: yeah, but like that Well, she post the, the Wiltshire post bad. <laughs> like I I would usually defend Wiltshire because he is probably the one at least spell it right for <laughs> me that he's the the one who does put show the passion for the shirt even if he's shit, shitty he tries yeah like he tries hard and he actually looks like he's trying to do something where what he's wrote is it, it just sums up Arsenal the first one's a foul it is never a foul in, have, for me, in any any league...
5: Apart from anything, even if what you said was true, the whole like performance was so bad that it's irrelevant. He, like, even if all three goals weren't legit yeah, goals, you were so one-sided. It's a
3: bit different if it was a 2-1 <laughs> winner in the last minute. Wait, it
0: was 3-0. I've actually got one that I uh, did read earlier. that uh, Apparently, Wenger said to the fourth official when he put the uh, board up for three minutes at a time, is that all there is? And the fourth official said, <laughs> yeah. "Do you want me to add on more?" <laughs> I mean, that's
5: vintage. Vengar. And what that the, fir- is, the first comment
0: on the article was, Wenger is the type of person that actually thought he could score three goals in three minutes." Like it. Christ. I mean, y- you would think Wenger would go, "Please, just make it one." Put me out of <laughs> misery. Honestly, just don't add on any time. There's no need.
3: Honestly, let's just shake hands now. Yeah, let's, let's move like on. Like honestly. where they're bouncing the ball in, in their own half, where there's like 20 seconds yeah. to go when they know the game's <laughs> over.
2: I'm going to be tearing up again if we're not careful, so we'll end this now. <laughs> up next, we have an interview with UFC prospect Andre Sukumtar ahead of his bout with Sugar Sean O'Malley this weekend at UFC 222. Hi, it's Luke. Um, How are you doing?
6: Are you doing good, brother? I'm um, good, man. You know, no complaints, bro. Yes. Yeah. Little life. Um, Same old stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, Same old stuff,
2: my man. Yeah. So, I mean, you're facing um, Sean O'Malley on um, March the third, and is that a matchup that you're pleased with? Is that one you're
1: hoping for?
6: Um, yeah, I think that it's a it's a great fight, you know. Um, in a, on all ends, uh, I think that will be a real fun fight for the fans. And, um, it'll be a good test for myself. And, um, you know, I think that it's it's an easy
1: fight to market uh, stylistically. Yeah.
6: And, um, it's an easy fight for me to come up to because, you know, although I have more UFC fights than he does, although I have more experience than he does, he has a lot of hype behind him. Yeah. And a lot of, um, uh, you know, for followers and media and fans, so there's an opportunity that I see right there um, to, to win a stand over. Yeah. And to, to really uh, shock the world because, you know, it seems like everybody's uh,
2: picking him for this fight. Well, that's what I was going to say because, I mean, apart from a ranked opponent, this is probably like as, as good as you can hope for, really, isn't it? Because, as you said, a recognizable name and you'd think it's or you hope it's going to be quite high up on the card and you're going to get some good viewers and new fans because for those who haven't seen you before you do have like a very fun style to watch
6: yeah absolutely you know we can say that you know he has a lot of strength stuff but you know he just did it right he, his timing was right on the show and yeah. he performed in the show you know that, that could have been me Yeah. you know I just got time before him and um you know, but I could have, I could have won
1: Dana's
6: um. So I could have been on Dana's little hype train, um, too, if I was on the show and stuff. But you know, yeah. I was busy uh fighting in the USc while he was doing that. So um, definitely uh looking forward to
1: it. Yeah,
2: do you think that your style matches up well with his? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, um
6: I'm never afraid to uh fight a striker. You know, um, yeah. I'm not afraid to get hit. I'm sure, you know, you've seen my fight. Yeah. And a lot of the fans have seen my fights. They see that I'm not afraid to get hit. They see that I'm willing to trade. And, um, they see that I can pack a punch. You know, I packed power at 135. Yeah. And, um, doesn't matter how much power the other guys have. Uh, it doesn't really faze me. Because, uh, you know, I take pride in being tough. I take pride in having a chin. So, Yeah. Um, I'm ready
2: for whatever comes my way. Yeah, did did you take much from his UFC debut? Did it tell you anything you didn't already know, or is it kind of just uh, as you expected? You know, uh, I actually, when I
6: watched that fight, he actually gained my respect a little bit, because, um, you know, here I am. Uh, watching the fights, you know, every time there's an event on, I have to tune in. You know, and I, I don't really give my opinion too much. You know, I, I respect everybody that goes into that cage, but um, I knew that there was a lot of hype behind him and playing the co-main event to, to co-main to be the co-main event. Yeah, UFC debut. You know, I was pretty like, ah, oh, okay. You know, this, this is one of these guys that they're trying to hype up. Yeah, but um, you know, he fought a tough, experienced guy in terry and Terry Where and he, he backed it up. You know, he um. I'm not gonna say that he exploited himself because it's a 15 minute fight, you know.
1: He, yeah. No fight is gonna be perfect unless you knock the guy out in the first minute. So,
6: you know, I thought that he did what he had to do to win the fight. Um, I definitely saw him in some trouble, and I'm sure he's working on that. Yeah. You know? but uh, yeah, he, he showed his heart and he proved his toughness. So that's why I he's not gonna go away easily. He's gonna, um, you know, he's gonna try to win the fight. Yeah, I'm sure he wants to fight this bad as bad as I do, you know? Yeah. Because it's easy to get caught up in the hype and, and start believing in it, but, uh, you know, you can tell that he's still, the kid's still working hard
2: and you can tell that the kid, uh, the kid's a real fighter. Yeah. I mean, I watched back your fight with, um, Alejandro Perez earlier, which, for what it's worth, I'm, I'm still convinced you won that fight. Um, and you did, like, a yeah. fair amount of, um, like, showboating in that one. Is this the kind of opponent and the kind of fight that would bring that style
1: back?
6: No, you know what? Um, I was going through a weird time at that at that uh at that stage. Yeah. That's usually not me. I never I, I never, uh, never show vote. You know, I I take to go for the kill when I see that hurt somebody. Yeah. You know, um, I think I was just getting a little too comfortable. You know, I I was in the UFC. It was my dream, and you know, yeah. I kind of got ahead of myself. I was I was trying to be that breakout star, you know, and, and that's what I was focusing on. Yeah, I that was it. just fighting. You know, I was focusing on trying to be a star, trying to trying to be that guy with the you know, that new um that new guy that everybody's talking about. Yeah. But uh you know, like it kinda brought that wasn't that wasn't me, you know, and, and that
1: fight cost me and definitely taught me a lesson. Although I did I do feel like I won that fight. Yeah,
6: I, I learned a valuable lesson from it too. So, um I'm kind of glad, you know, things kind of happened the way it was. It did, yeah. You know, um, besides losing, you know, a second paycheck, um, I learned a valuable lesson. Okay.
1: You know, I'm
6: never going to do that again. You know, uh, I came home and I was just like, damn, you know, I come home with one paycheck, I see my two sons, see my wife, and I let them down, you know, because I was yeah. playing around in the cage. So, you know, uh,
1: I might smoke at the guy, you know, I might talk a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but I never show up like that. And, um,
6: no, this fight, this, I'm not going to let anybody get into my head, you know. Um, I'm from the city, man. I'm a city boy, you know. I'm from the yeah. street. Like, I'm a street kid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, get and, uh, I got. I got into a lot of fights. I got into a lot of fights as a kid, so I'm not afraid of a fight, man. This kid wants to fight. If he wants to talk, I've seen it all. I've seen it all my whole life,
2: you know, so it's fine with me. Because I, I think it was your fight with um, Albert Morales, if I recall correctly. I seem to remember... Um, you firing in the left hook to the body on a, more than one occasion. And I wondered if you thought body punching is something that maybe could be utilised more in MMA, because you see it a lot in boxing and you think with the smaller gloves in MMA that it, it would be used a lot more often. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a boxer, so... Um,
6: that, I, I started fighting in boxing first, so... I i always use, I always go to the body. yeah. You know, whether it's in practice or whether it's... In a, in a fight, I, I always, you know, try try and go to the body yeah. at least once, at least yeah. twice. Um, and uh, I think guys are starting to get it now, you know, that they're starting to use those body punches. Yeah. Um, but um, for some guys, it really doesn't matter, you know, it might just set things up, but if you don't have the power to, you know, do damage to the body, then,
1: you know, kind of like, you kind of do put yourself at risk. At yeah, I get you. Or, yeah. um, you know
6: stuff like that, but um, some guys it works, some guys it doesn't, you
1: know what yeah. I'm mean? saying? Some
6: guys do it better than others, you know, I can say that I do it better than a lot of the other 135ers, because mm. yeah. my power alone, you know, and then you put you put my technique, my, my boxing technique on top
2: of that, it's, uh, um, you know, my, my, my body punches are a problem. Yeah, and after like two tough split decisions, you, you got that first win in the UFC against Luke Sanders, did you feel a lot of pressure going into that fight? Oh man, I I didn't even know what I did, man. I, I,
6: was, uh, <laughs> I was on the plane going back home because I live in Florida. I trained in Florida. I, live, okay. I moved here four years ago, and then for training, and then um, I was out from Rhode Island, province Rhode Island, so that's you know around Boston. Um, so I went home. I called out for the fight when I was in Florida. You know, I thought yeah. that Brian Carley got hurt. I was just at home, and I was just like, you know, put me in Sean Shelby. I get on the plane to go to Rhode yeah. Island see some family and then right when I went, like, my wife FaceTimed me, and she's like, you got to fight, I guess we're going to California, <laughs> and I was just like, wow, man, you know, I was like 160, I was overweight, I didn't really train, um, like, you were training for a fight, you know, yeah. but, um, that's the kind of position that, um, that's
1: the kind of lesson that I needed to learn, that's the kind of challenge that I need, needed to overcome, yeah, um, you know, to, to see where I was at. To see if I really
6: wanted to do this to make a clear out of this. Because, you know, I heard, I heard there was a rumor that you're make a lot of cuts. And for me, you know, I
1: was really scared because I lost two fights in a yeah. row.
6: Yeah, there were close fights. Yeah, there were two split decisions. But at the end of the day, that's two losses on paper, which means they can cut me. So yeah. I was like, you know what? I want to give myself another opportunity.
1: Mm. I
6: don't care what the UFC has planned for me. I'm going to make my own destiny. So I called for that fight. I got it. And, and like I said, you know, fighting is nothing new to me. You know, as long as I got a little bit of cardio, I'll be okay.
1: Yeah.
6: Um, and uh, I went in there and I did what I did my whole life. I fought. And, um, you know, I came out with a knockout
1: win. Yeah. And, you know, once again, my power. Yeah. My power, you know, can, uh, go a long way, even on a two week notice fight, you know. Mm.
2: Cause I've seen some fighters say that they perform better when there's a bit of fear in there when, when the pressure's really on and I didn't know if you thought that played a part because as you said the pressure was really on going into oh, the fight I mean, yeah and I was fighting a good guy like Luke Sanders
6: yeah. he, he might have lost his last fight to Gary Alicantra but he's a he's a tough guy man like he barely lost that fight and he was a pro- prospect coming up and a lot of guys in my position feared him and um, he was he was going for a top 10 spot
1: yeah you
6: know Often lost, so so uh, you know that that tells you a lot about what the UFC um, uh, saw in him. So of course I was a little scared. I'm
2: yeah, because I wondered. Care about my health.
1: Yeah,
6: you know I, I don't really care about getting knocked out or submitted. Like I said, I know how tough I am. Mm. You know, um, it's all good. It's just a fight to me. I've lost, I've lost fights in the cage. I lost fights in school. You know, I'm yeah. saying it's all good. But I need that job to carry because this is what I want to do. And, um, you know, number one thing I live for right now is to, to raise my kids, Yep. The,
1: you
6: know, um, with better things in life, you know, and right. I want to feed them good. I want to take care of them. And,
1: and this is the way to do it for me. Yeah. And of course I was scared to lose
2: that opportunity. Yeah. I, I wondered um, how it was that you originally got into MMA because I've seen... A few things before, how you used to play football or uh, soccer, as you say, uh, and you were a goalkeeper. So is that what you started off doing, and then you moved into uh, MMA? Yeah, I was actually uh, a
6: a goalie. Yeah. And you know, I got a couple of recruits for college, and um, I was a standout in high school. So um, you know, I wanted to go pro. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have been because of my size. I'm a little small, but I wanted to at least get through college. I had big dreams, man.
1: Yeah. You know? And um,
6: what happened was my girlfriend, not my wife at the time, she got pregnant with our first son. Okay. And, um, you know, I, after that, I was kind of like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a job. Yeah. I'm not going to go to school. I'm going to put down a home. I'm not going to play soccer in college. I'm going to go and get a full-time job so that, so that I can help provide for the family. Cause she was working too, you know,
1: mm.
6: and um, that's what I did. My son, actually, um he was born uh, in 2007, and he passed away nine months after, and he passed oh, sorry. away in 2008. Yeah, he was born with a skin disease, okay. uh, a very rare skin disease. So, uh, you know, it's called epidermis Uh Only one out of every 50,000 days get it a year, and uh, you
1: know, my son was actually born
6: with it. So um, I definitely feel like I'm here for a reason. You know, because mm, if yeah. it wasn't for my son coming into the world, I would have never found
2: MMA. Because that was, I was going to ask him why you fight, but I suppose that's why you've asked. You said to provide for your children is what you said, yeah? Yeah,
6: I want to provide for my children, and also, you know, I want uh, I want to make history. You know, I've already did so much in history. You know, yeah. um, I was the first Laotian. You know, Laotian fighter ever to sign with the USC. I
1: might have have been. I'm Laos. You know, that's where my family's from. That's where I represent. And and that's my culture.
6: So I'm the first ever to win in the octagon. First
1: ever to get signed to USC. Probably the only only
6: Laotian doing this at, at this level. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, my, my goal, my ultimate goal is just to really inspire people, you know, not just the oceans, but everybody. Yeah. I just want to inspire people, uh, that, that have been through something tough, or, you know, kids that feel lost. I just want to inspire them and, um, you know, build my legacy through
2: that way. Yeah, because I was going to ask you about that being, um, uh, the first loud fighters signed to the UFC, because I saw a video before, um, where they put it on your fight kit and you saying how proud you were. So was that a special moment then? to not only take the fight a short notice but to be walking into the cage with that on your uniform
6: yeah that, that was a real step definitely um, like I said you know I'm, I'm making history you know I'm the first ever of my kind to be doing this so um, the only way to go and you know the higher I go the higher I go
1: the yeah. better my legacy gets and that's I want to be remembered when I'm not in this world you know I want my sons to be able to tell their stories, my grandchildren. Yeah. So, um,
6: it, it's, it's a great, you know, it's a story that I'm just trying to build mm. in my life.
2: And in, have you started training camp yet, or if not, when when were you planning to start?
1: I'm always training, you know. Okay. Um, that's
6: why I can take flights on showing notice. Yeah. You know, like my UFC debut, I took on showing notice. You know, I might, like I said, you know, my last flight, two
1: weeks notice. yeah i'm always in the gym you know i might not be doing the, the hardcore training camp yeah, about, I but you. sometimes that's good you know sometimes
6: sometimes when you stress the body out when you stress the mind out too much that's not healthy for you you know so um i'm always training yeah um but yes i did start the training camp uh i'm in camp right now yeah but i don't look at it that way you know i look at it differently now i look at it as uh you know, me going into the gym is just uh, becoming a better um, athlete, and becoming a better martial artist, and just trying to grow every day. Yeah, in my
1: craft. And
2: then, just finally, I wondered, um, what are your ultimate goals? Then, in the UFC, is it to push on and go towards the title?
6: Oh, absolutely! Um You know, my 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 ultimate goal is to uh first to be top ten.
1: Yeah, you know, to make that top ten spot. You know, um, when I was in the U.S.C., I always had my eyes on the top ten guys, yeah. and I always
6: thought that I was top ten in the world, so I want to break out into the top ten spot and then eventually um, get the title shot, you yeah. know, but I want to get it the right way. Um, I don't want to just, you know, after I beat this kid Sean O'Malley, there's yeah. going to be a lot of noise about me, a lot yeah. of buzz about me, you know, um, the way I swag, the way I fight. They're going to love me, yeah. you know, when they know who I am they're going to love the Asian sensation, they're going to want to see the, more of the Asian sensation, and they're going to want the Asian sensation to be the champ. But I don't want to do it like that. I want to take my time, and I want to fight
1: Yeah.
6: a lot of guys. I want, I want to get my experience in the octagon. And then, when I'm ready, when I deserve it, I want to fight for the title.
1: Yes, yeah, so hoping...
2: that,
6: That's my ultimate goal.
2: So you're hoping to be active this year?
6: Absolutely. Um, I don't think, uh, you know, I signed with the USC last year. Yeah. 2000, 2016. I had three fights my first yeah. year in the USC Two short notice fights and one camp. You know what I mean? So, um,
1: this is what I do. You know, yeah. this is what I do. I love to fight. Like I
6: said, I'm always training. I'll take a short notice fight again. You know, I can yeah. signed the fight flight contract, you know. And I don't care. As long as I feel like I'm ready yeah. and I'm confident, uh, I'm going to jump into a fight.
2: I love to fight. Yeah. And I love getting paid for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, thanks for giving me some of your time today. I do really appreciate it. And um, good luck for the fight. No problem, Lou. So we have a month of heavyweight action here back in the boxing world, starting with Luis Ortiz and Deontay Wilder for the WBC heavyweight strap this weekend.
5: Strange fight, this. What? Wilder well, against a drugs cheat? Well, basically,
2: I, don't, I want to say this in the most politically correct way. Oh, no. I don't like to get involved in the conspiracy theories, particularly with sport and PDs and that. I like to believe everyone's clean until they're proven to be a cheat. Yeah. It seems very strange that Wilder would take this fight when you've got a guaranteed payday there. For whoever wins out of Parker and AJ, so what are you saying? He's making less money than he did for this Devern one. It's a voluntary. No options. It
5: just seems really weird to take it.
2: Well, you could fight Gerald Miller.
5: He's a banger though, Luke. Haven't you heard?
2: And it just—it just seems strange. I mean, it seems strange as well with the promotion.
5: I don't think they promoted it well.
2: Surely what? you would sell Ortiz as this undeniable killer, A killer yeah. yeah. That everyone so else has avoided. So if it goes wrong, it goes wrong and you get your rematch and you do what
5: you gotta do. Well when was the last time you had an American promotion that was really good, well promoted? No. Canelo Triple G promote itself? Other than that, what what are they doing? I don't I don't always agree with Eddie Hume, but Mayweather McGregor. <laughs> he's he's pretty much right in terms of what do the American promoters do that gets your interest in the fight? That's why most of their arenas don't sell out.
2: Malinadji Broner.
5: <laughs> Malinadji Broner. We're going way about that. That's promoted well. Another case of the fighters promoted, though. Promoters aren't doing anything for them. No. Um, what, what do you mean with the conspiracy? So what, you think the fix is in? It, it just
2: occurred to me, because it just seems strange that you take you take this for feasibly no real reason. It's not like so, he's so you being... think
5: well, he's gonna take a knee or something. But
2: it's not like he's being pressured into taking the fight either, is it? Well, you There's...
5: can you can legitimately say why well, he's failed what three drugs tests. Yeah, I'm well... not going anywhere near him, and people couldn't have too many complaints. But then
2: the thing that does say for me is he was willing to go over and face Povetkin. So, I mean, people say he knew all these people were gonna fail. That's why he signed to fight them because it's a
5: good look. But then you wouldn't sign him to face him again. So it seems like you are just supremely confident you're gonna knock him out.
2: Well, Which you in his shoes, I suppose
5: you probably would be.
2: If the fix was on, I mean, I feel quite dirty talking about this. If the fix was on, you'd imagine it would be an early doors. He catches him and goes down. Yeah, it's eight to one to be early. Oh. Interesting. Or, I think it could look like the first to fight. Yeah, because. Ortiz is quite compact, isn't he?
5: Yeah. So well, He's about 50 years old, so yeah. I think he's got to be a bit rigid. And you've got an age, age on your chin. Yeah. That doesn't get any younger, regardless of what you take. His neck's thick than my torso, so that helps him take <laughs> a shot.
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, for, for Wilder, you kind of... I mean, it's how I hate saying it because of what we've criticised before. Do you think, in a weird way, the fact that Wilder, for a boxer, isn't really a boxer could actually help in the fact that he's just gonna win wingmill punches at all tees. and he is probably the most evident case of one
5: shot power in the division. Can be lights out, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it is a bit cliche, but that unorthodox style is something people can't really prepare for. You can't really no. have a sparring partner for it. Don't probably not face it, even though he's in an extensive amateur career. He's probably oh. not faced anything like that. Ortiz. So Ortiz isn't really going to push a pace on him either. You'd think not. No. That first Verne fight, he just he did box more than people thought. Yeah. And he showed he could do the rounds. And the only thing so is, he could do that again is wilder packing glass. Everyone just seems to unanimously say he is. Obviously he's never been knocked out, but no. we do he we've has, seen him wobbled uh, in amateurs, but obviously that's yeah way no. back. We've seen him wobbled and stuff, so people just and seem to go off with the fact he's got really skinny legs. Everyone just goes with that, so he <laughs> just obviously can't take a shot. But
2: yeah, I don't I don't really know. I mean, I'm gonna go for a Wilder win. Mm. I find it hard to go against that purely on the fact that Ortiz has been inactive. What in the last few years he's fought journeyman, journeyman Dave Allen, who you could maybe put in that category. (laughs) Well, from what we've seen so far, that seems pretty fair. He's tough, durable, he hasn't given you much back.
5: That type of performance. And before then, it was, what's his name? One of the worst fights ever. Malik Scott. Yeah. Chasing Malik Scott around the ring in Monaco. That wasn't fun. We
2: saw his pace there. (laughs) And Scott was actually trying to quit
5: and he still (laughs) could barely get him out. It was like Suarez trying to get that yellow on the weekend. He was (laughs) desperately trying and it just wasn't happening for him. So um, we got to pray for the heavyweight division that Wilder we'll smokes that old Cuban Absolutely. or else it's curtains so imagine what, I'm just so him as AJ
2: what are you actually going to predict because I feel like if we'd been asked this a year ago then we would have been the complete opposite end of the spectrum
5: yeah I would have probably said Ortiz in terms of he can take a shot I think a year ago when it was rumoured we land. were saying how outrageous the odds were yeah I think the worry has to be that whatever you think about Ortiz he's got those amateur skills, and he can pick a shot. And if he can pick a shot, and he can punch, if while there is packing glass, then we're going to get a conclusion we definitely don't like. Yeah, he even hit... if he doesn't do anything else in the fight, or teas, and he does that. Well, he hit Dave Allen
2: with that uppercut, didn't he? Which for he was just compact the whole fight. He literally threw
5: one shot, and he went straight underneath. That's all Dave Allen say that. Like, Wilder's obviously better than me, but he said if he like that lands on him, then it's yeah. like light out, lights up. Which he's probably right. But
2: also, there's a different mentality between going in to survive and going in to win. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
5: Makes you more at yeah. risk.
2: I mean, we can do more about it after the fight. I wondered what your thoughts on this were, actually. We won't. We're not going to do a preview of the Dave Allen fight this weekend. But he clearly looks like he's lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Do you think his punch? Like resistance goes when you lose that much weight.
5: Yeah, well, to an extent, at some point it's gonna, it's, it's, but that's where getting getting the balance right is, is on because just scientifically, there's a certain amount of sort of like membrane and stuff that goes with weight, that of bunch of brain. But without getting too much into that, I think yeah, just having that sort of solid basis. Yeah, I think he said himself. He said he can't really go below something like sixteen seven or something because a lot of people. He always yeah. goes on about people tweeting him saying about going cruiserweight and stuff. He's like, honestly, I've got no chance. was like, yeah. that'll actually be bad for me. So, yeah, I think you see it with weight drain fighters, don't you, where they feel yeah. fragile and struggle to get it. So I think, particularly with a heavyweight where you don't have to make weight, you've got to find that balance. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, he'll always be tough though, won't he? Yeah. I don't think he's going to suddenly just...
2: No. Um. On the same card, we've got Cal Brook and we're not going to do a breakdown of him against Rabchenko, but
5: that's
2: a strange move because the only reason I can see you're moving up at that weight is if you think Khan's going there or you're targeting Liam Smith slash Shadam Ali because anyone else any of those other champions like Jarrett Hurd is basic but I would pick Jarrett Hurd to beat Kel Brook I would pick Charlo to beat Kelbrook Brook yeah absolutely I'd,
5: I'd pick Charlo yeah. I'm not sure I'd pick her I, think I'd, I'd pick uh, I, pick her. I do like Jarrett Hurd you are Hurd. a fanboy. yeah I think, I think 154 does suit perfectly in terms of weight but get him in with Andraj.
2: The... actually he's it... gone out to middleweight hasn't he
5: yeah he can't really pick what he's doing but get him in with Erislandy Lara that would be fun Jesus but yeah I think I think 154 does probably suit his body ideally but maybe there's there's obviously bigger fights we made at 147 yeah. or even a middleweight if you could but that's obviously what we found out no. we can't do <laughs> but yeah I think I can only assume they are doing it for that reason I think the more I, look at it, I actually quite like it as a fight. I actually think it's, it's an... O- when you think about it at first, you think, I'm not interested in it. And I think it will turn into actually a good fight.
2: In terms of a Sky card, it's as good a one as I can remember there being. Well, it like,
5: maybe reflections of Sky cards. Yeah, Gamalya
2: more. fight against... Um, McDonald's. Gavin McDonald's a That's good, a good very, fight. Fun. I'm really surprised like that. they did that as well. Yeah, same. In well, I guess of, uh, protect they've fight. gone as far as they can with Gavin McDonald. You're not going to get him to be a world champion.
5: Then if he beats Gamal Yafai, then you've got him who can't be world champion and Yafai who's going to a I think you just lots.
2: go down the British route then and try. And mm. And at some point you do have to test these guys and Hearn is willing to test the guys that he doesn't think are going to be his. I mean, Kel Yafai, he was banking on being a star, so he was just uh, keeping him safe. Whereas Gamal Yafai has actually come up the right way in that he's had his role of fights, but the likes of um, Sean Davis, Economides, that kind of thing, yeah, they're, they're good, good fights to come through for, mm. and this one is Gavin McDonald is a top British level guy at the weight, probably European, European level. level yeah. yeah, I think it's probably fair. so. It's going to tell you a lot, and if not, then are young enough, and we say that a lot. But it needs to be more true in boxing that you can come again if you're young, just because you lose doesn't mean you just write you get written off.
5: No, no. I mean, for that reason, that's why we like the fight. It's just surprising they make it because so often promoters yeah. stuff avoid that, don't they?
2: Um, I mean. The the sad news this week was um, Westgarth, who yeah. won on Saturday night. then Not this morning wasn't yeah, he passed away. I think it he is. collapsed in his changing room afterwards, said he felt ill, and mm. uh, unfortunately has passed away. And I mean, certainly if anyone's listening here, then we uh, send our sympathies there. Mm. My main complaint with this, and I don't want it to sound disrespectful at all because it's actually quite the opposite, is the first thing I saw was um, the likes of Belly, the Smith brothers, and Bell, you put, think about this next time you go to insult a boxer. Don't, it's like, don't use a man's death to compare it to you getting a few Twitter trolls online telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Because boxing seems to be the only thing where you pay so much. I mean, what? What did we do for Grove's Eubank? We paid 160 quid for a hotel. We paid 90 quid each for a ticket. We've had to pay our Travel trains down there. The they are, whatever. And you can't criticise a single person on the main event or undercard because it's. Out of order because yeah. you haven't been in the rings. Yeah, I think it. I think it's wrong. I've just seen quite a few say it, and I think if anything, you can highlight the dangers of the sport, and you can say it. But on the other hand, no one's for, no one's forcing you to do it when you're saying that no. this is what we put ourselves through. No one's making you do it. I mean, at the top level, the likes of Bellew he's not complaining about the sport when he's getting his several million dollar uh, pound paydays. He he, yeah. he put a tweet out the other week and. I used to really like him, but he's just still made him recently. He put a thing out there. I'm going to have to go through a camp here, um, which is going to like, ruin me and all this. And it's like, well, you're still making more money in that camp while you're doing, what, like four hours a day. Sure, I couldn't do it. I, most of us could quite openly say yeah. we couldn't do it, but yeah. you're reaping the rewards for it and you're choosing to do it. So it's like, no one's forcing you to do it. And half these fighters are saying it when you're criticising them for getting in there with someone who's like got a 1-in-80 record. You're saying, <laughs> oh, I thought he could have pushed a stoppage. I thought maybe he didn't use his jab well enough. Yeah. A lot of people, and there obviously are people on Twitter who are abusive. They say things about people's families and things like that. But we, like us and ourselves, you, you couldn't tweet like... Uh, Paul Smith this weekend said about Callum Smith's performance. And someone replied to him and said, um, I thought he hasn't looked as good as has been said in the last two fights. And he said something about what the guy looks like.
5: He does something with a lot of people. Yeah.
2: And then someone said, no, he's referring to um, the Scoglin fight. And he said, "Why well, he's on about that. It was a year ago. Um, maybe he should get in the ring himself. He thinks he can do better. I'm not having this from a dentist. It's <laughs> uh, like, well... Not everyone gets in the ring, not everyone wants to get in the ring. I mean, half the boxers you criticize who say we can't criticize them, criticize footballers, and it's
5: like <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. I've seen him talk about the football all the time on Twitter, so it's And
2: it's just... not we wanna be tearing into every single boxer that's ever competed. It's just when you're paying two hundred quid to go to a fight, whether it's fifteen quid for a pay per view or whether you're just paying your sky subscription, you should be able to there's also an element of critique a performance.
5: There's also an element of being like very sensitive to any form of criticism. Yeah. Like, like, for example, that what, what's unfair about that? He hasn't looked as good yeah. in the last two fights. I personally think he did okay in the Scargan fight in a decent fight. And the last one, he didn't look as good as he should have done against the guy who stepped in it. Sure will a kickboxer. So if someone says he, it's not like someone's even gone in there, it's not like someone said, oh, no. "Oh shit, he's never gonna win" or anything like that. They just said he didn't look as good as he has done previously. Yeah. It's like you said, and then. If you then just slag someone on the base on their sort of profile picture or whatever, yeah. You're just becoming like the troll yourself. Well it's like, like people go and troll it's pathetic, but then you're doing the same thing when, back.
2: When we're at work, we both work in an office. If we didn't do a job as good as we could have done, or we take a long time doing something, then our manager is gonna say something or even if it's someone who sits opposite you makes a joke and says, Oh, geez, you could have done that a lot faster mm. It's like getting wound up at that and saying like you haven't done my job, you can't be uh...
5: yeah. <laughs> like any form of criticism is just criticism isn't also saying you could do it better yeah. it's saying and it's just it, it's,
2: I know it's we've jumped onto that from there but I thought it was just, I saw a lot of boxes using I saw a lot using it to pay their respects and I saw a lot using it to say straight away this is why you shouldn't be tweeting me and it's it didn't sit well when I saw it because there was a lot doing it
5: it's a, yeah, it's a strange...
2: They've done it for all the time. They've done it with previous boxers that have died as well. Mm-hmm. With um, Mike Towell, It was Mike, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah.
2: People said it there. It happened when Nick Blackwell
5: got hurt. No, I, th- I think people should pay respect to the sport in terms of recognise the yeah. dangers that it does have. I think it's, it does become easy to forget that. I think. Yeah, no, types. definitely. But, yeah, like I said, a little bit uncomfortable in terms of... And maybe well, stop giving me stick because yeah. this guy's diet doesn't quite work like that.
2: And maybe the promoters that are saying don't give these boxes stick. Maybe don't put your guys in there with uh, a rollover that's going to have his head punched in three times a week. For that, there's the same way. It's from top to bottom. It's not a. It's not a forgiving sport, and there are the dark sides that come with it. Mm. But you either have to accept it. If for what it is, and you don't have to accept it in a way it's gonna happen. Obviously there's only so we've done it about NFL before, there's only so much safer you can make it without yeah. it not being a sport anymore.
5: Well if you like to admit it not the sort of the, the risk element is part of the appeal of it where yeah. people want to admit out, not for death, but no. people do want to see people get knocked out, which yeah. isn't a, a nice thing really. It's quite an inhumane thing to want to see someone knocked out, but that's well, it goes. Of what people go it watch.
2: goes back. It's like our instincts that you're literally yeah. born with. It's so, like it's the it's the current version of so I think, going in the Colosseum with a spear and a shield each mm, and fighting to the death. It's yeah, as close it, to that as you can
5: get. That's what sort of mentality, and I think that's why you respect fighters because they're a unique breed who are w- yeah. willing to go in there and risk that. But also, they acknowledge the risk when they go in there and they know that. And you don't want to see anyone hurt or anything in there. No. But, they, they know what they're doing. And for a promoter, you're not really thinking about a journeyman's half when you stick him in with no. AJ on his way up, for example. Well, Anything can happen it's to It's like,
2: man. you want to see the knockout, don't you? But as soon as they're like... The example that comes straight to my head is Mikey Garcia against um It's where... Oh, God, yeah. It was great when he got the knockout, but then when he stayed down, everyone was silent and everyone was like, oh, we don't we don't want to no. see this. So, it, it is what it is. There's only so much safer you can make it. This, unfortunately, is something of the sport. In a lot of ways, it seems to be the only way that some national press cover boxing, which is It's a shame, because then to they
5: use it as well. to, yeah. a stick to beat it with, really. And They don't look at the measures that they've been put in place since tragedies have happened. No. Things like the doctors being on standby. Yeah. Stand um, well, that's they've, why... They can only, they've always got to be, I think, within five or ten minutes of a hospital. Yeah. Well, that's why week, um, so...
2: the main event for that night couldn't go ahead is because all the paramedics had gone yeah. away and they couldn't come back. So. Yeah. No, it's. It would easy to right. say, "Oh, you know, it probably won't happen twice in the same night. We may as well go ahead with it."
5: I remember that Prizefighter fire show where who was it? Is it Eric Oche? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And the thing, and then they carried on with the show there, and I thought, you know, that's yeah. anything could happen to it's me. end up like in a that, right. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah,
2: so. yeah, definitely. I mean, we've gone mainly from me bringing it up, but we've gone a bit dark there. But it is a conversation to have because. You're gonna have a lot of conversations come out following this over the last, over the next couple of days, and some are gonna be good, some are gonna be bad. The thing is,
5: like, we love the sport, but you've also you do have to acknowledge yeah. that those things do happen, and you've got to sort of as a fan, well, you've got a to reason, look at your own position on boxing. And think, there's a reason think most of us
2: it. who watch the pros don't watch the amateurs when they've got a head guard on
5: mm. and yeah. a vest and all sorts. No, you've do have to look at yourself. Yeah.
2: Um, well, anyway, um, thanks again for listening to another episode of the Spitballing Pod as always if you could uh, check out the SoundCloud, iTunes leave a review like repost all of that check out the website www.spitballingpod.com we've got uh, usually before each UFC event we've got a feature with at least someone on the cards and so if you uh, check those out that'd be great thank you.